What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome, welcome to Tuesday Night Throwdown Titans. Tuesday Night Titans. Gordita. All right, where you bring in your favorite Mastodon. All right, man, for you nasty boys out there. Oh, that's nasty. All right, we got Tuesday night Titans. All right, I'm taking the night off. All right, it's been hell week the last couple of weeks or the last week. So uh, today's show, we're going to talk about expose surprising secrets that your girlfriend and wife will never tell you unless you catch them and they still won't tell you. Mm. We're also going to do a follow-up story on the Kang himself, our brother, Jonathan Majors, who got in a little bit of trouble and it is now disclosed by his lawyer, that he's the one that called 911 on himself. Mm. And of course, we're going to take a visit through domestic violation just so you guys can see what the real data is, just in case you were a normie, oxygen thief, knuckle dragger, NPC, bot. All right. <laughs> you're stuck in the blue pill matrix and you're still stuck being educated by the mainstream. All right. And I'm not giving you the real, but you came to the real. <laughs> You came to the real new, 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 new world order. World's champion, the eight-time demonetized champion in the building. And of course, you, the Bruce Wayne. It is I'm the Bruce Wayne. It is ish, the King of Kings and the King of Content, the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the notorious one, aka Mr. Coach Lini, better known as Coach Radamus. You in the Desert Storm bunker with the Sea God Allah and the eight-time, eight-time, eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. The realest and best entertainment here. Anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app, paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams, and that's pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. And you can also hit Vimo Coach Greg Adams TV, and you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. Without further ado, we're not going to mess around. I got the topic scrolling down at the bottom of the screen below. Passport bros are making headlines in Colombia and in Brazil. Headline stories making headlines, and we're going to go ahead and peruse that article if I can translate Spanish and Portuguese. All right. Mm. We're going to try it. All right. We're going to go to a video of a woman who says she went on two dates in one day, a sister, and she a foldable sister too, and we're going to investigate whether she actually went on these two dates or is she actually using the court of public opinion. And we're going to use talk about how you can efficiently uh, 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 tighten up your cold approach. We're going to take you to a video. All right, how do you efficiently tighten up your cold approach? All right, make the best use of your time. All right, because it's a numbers game, man. It's a numbers game, and it is what it is. All right, that's what it is. We're going to do our, we're going to put on our dating coach hat. All right, we're going to put on our dating coach hat. Anyway. Larry Berg's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. We're going to also visit women abusing themselves. And trying to pin it on their man. And look at the statistics and data going on with that. Anyway, before we get into the main, uh, main event topic. All right, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. We got Jules C. in the building. Thank you, man. Good to see you again. And we got Deacon Clapcheeks. He says, I found out my wife was a straggle-daggle. Now I can't stop giving her the side eye looking at her ass like, what else do you, what else don't I know about this one? Okay, what else do I know? Uh, if your girl's been, this is the evening service. You know what I mean? No need to dress up. You can come in your polo shirt. 
right? You can come in. You don't need to dress up like the morning service. You don't need to wear your hats, lady. Take off that hat with the big-ass bird, cuckoo bird, or the feather at the top. Take off your, your, your stockings and your big, thick-ass heels. You know what I mean? Those, those, those heels back in the day where granny wear those heels and they had the big-ass brick at the bottom of it. Yeah, we don't need this. All right? Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, I'm still doing earlier contributors. All right. And normally there's not that many on the evening show, so I can get through them quicker. All right. But I appreciate all the support. We got our man XL Pro Services says coach gang, yang, yang, train, yang. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the uh, the women that wear the heels and they real thick. You know, the heel is it's not a stiletto. It's not a sharpshoot. Anyway, I don't even know what to call it. But XL Pro Services is back in the building. Coach Gang Yang. And shout out to my man 2K Resumes. He says, thank you for the edutainment. And it is the best. All right. Thank you for the support. And who else we got here? We got Venmo just for the early show. I'm sorry, the early uh, early people here. Let me check Venho, Venmo. No, no, no. All right. Uh, PayPal needs a little bit of a check-in too. Tap in, check in, hit the like button too. Do me a favor, hit the like button, and we're going to get off kicking it started with the headlines that are being made by the Passport Bros. We got, uh, who else is here? We got our man. Let me see if I can say your government name. It's no government name. After listening to your discussion about CNC this morning, I am now convinced that one of the reasons my wife left me was because I refused to treat her like a 304. She often had strange requests that I refused to oblige because I always thought it was strange to treat someone that you loved like a skeezer, 304, and I was at the peak of my blue pill for sure. The sad thing is I've discovered you back uh, when, while I was still married. Wow. But never took your content seriously because I thought you made content for bitter divorced men and something that I thought I would never be, and now you're here. <laughs> Shout out to you. Thank you, man, for no government name for at least admitting that. I know, man. By the way, I'm pretty desensitized to the things that I've said. Um, so I don't know how I come off to new people. New people probably watch me like, God damn, this dude. <laughs> All right. They probably watch me like, who set this ninja off? What's wrong with them? And by the way, I'm quite content with my life. I'll be living the free agent lifestyle. I'll be down at the junior college. I'll be having women in my bed. All right. I got. I had money. I don't have a job. I got money. But I got a little bit of money. My life is good as hell. But that doesn't prevent me from being out here kicking ass and taking names. You know what I mean? Because that's how I'll be. But I still have to kick it. I'm a little desensitized. So if you do or you're new to this show and you tuned in and you missed me in the early years, you'd be like, this motherfucker crazy. All right. Mm. Ladies watching me touching themselves coming up. They're like, this guy is the guy I want. Ladies, don't you got to admit it. I know I turn you on. You watching me touching yourself like. <laughs> yeah, they be. All right. You watching me like this is a real man. <laughs> you know, it, ladies admit it. My five women in the 10 toes up gang. But uh, yeah, man, look, uh, a lot of people will watch me and they're like, this is crazy until. It's already off the rails. Uh, look, here's the thing. A lot of men will watch me, and it won't make sense until it makes sense. Mm. Right? 
a lot of men, you're going to watch me and like, this doesn't make any sense. And you're going to look at your girl. This is the evening service. Your girl is sitting next to you, listening to me on the microphone right now. All right. She's glancing over your shoulder, acting like she's not listening. She's just, <laughs> she's humming, doing what she normally does. She's just walking in circles, pacing, listening to me right now, going, this guy is insane. I hate that guy. Why you always listen to him? He looks like a milk dud with a gray beard attached to it. Why are you watching that milk dud? I know there's, there's women here, but let me just tell you something. As this man admitted, as this man admitted, you're your girlfriend. You're looking at her and you're like, oh, my darling. He's just talking about the other women. <laughs> He's not talking about you because you would never do any of these things he's talking about, right? And she's sitting there, no. And as a matter of fact, I don't know any women like he's talking about. I don't even have a clue of what he's talking about. Women aren't like this. Men aren't like this. He's painting men out to be, what about when the men do? She's hitting you with all that shit. And I want to tell you, out of the percentage of men that are watching me, listening to me, near their wife, near their girlfriend, there was about a 75% chance the woman sitting in the room with you right now is going to do exactly everything that I'm talking about tonight. Just letting y'all know. Everybody that's watching me with a girl near, listening to me, hey, ma'am, you too, you too, you too with the French uh, pedicure on your damn, on your, on your damn toes. There's a 72%. I said 72. There's a 75% that the woman listening that you're near right now that is hearing my voice. There's a 75% she does this in the next five years. All right, listen. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know, like this brother told me, he found me when I was he was married. And he was like, man, please. This guy, what's wrong with him? Now that he's divorced, He's like, this dude was actually called it. You don't know how somebody said more like 95 and 90%. Oh, it's coming, guys. It's coming. And if you're under 30, if you're under 30, it's almost a guarantee slam dunk. If you're under 30 years old, the girl listening to you is under 30. It's a slam dunk. It's almost certain. I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about it as effective as a condom. <laughs> as effective as a condom is. <laughs> but um, anyway, it is what it is. It's a slam dunk. It's a certainty. And when it happens, just go ahead and, you know, hit me up. And the woman that's listening to me, that says not a chance. Okay. <laughs> but let me tell you guys, this should not be your end all be all. This is not your swan zone. This is not it. This is not how your life ends. This is your beginning. More likely than not, it will be the best thing that ever happened to you. I know the woman right now is the best thing that happened to you, but should she show her true colors? It's going to be the best thing that happened to you. You're going to turn that shit into the best life possible. Indeed. All right, shout out to you. It's, the, it's not going to be the end. So uh, don't never be depressed over a woman. Okay. You know why? Because there's like four billion of them on the planet. Right now, you know how many went look, you know how many women sitting around 
wishing that they had somebody sliding inside of them right now. Right? They're sitting around right now. Waiting. They just a ticket. This is where's my man? All right. And you got a woman, so you can get one. There's a woman right now. Four, four billion. Did I say million? Four billion. There's four billion, guys. All right. Never be sad over a woman. They're the easiest replaceable thing right now, other than them lug nuts right there on your damn car, uh, your car wheel. All right. You could go replace them. You could go down to Ace Hardware, Pet Boys. Women are more replaceable. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Maryland guy, what's up, coach? He says they were saying that the U.S. dollar loses its global. Um, they said if the U.S. dollar loses its global reserve currency status, we will be expecting uh, Weimar Republic or Venezuela type inflation. We absolutely will forget these skeezers stock up on food and essentials. And we're ticking, ticking closer to this. As a matter of fact, I wish I. I wish I had my catalog, my my catalog of content bookmarked so I can quickly reference shit that I predicted <laughs> or shit that I hit on that everybody told me I was an idiot. I actually talked about the changing world order in reference to a book that was written. And I talked about this in like 2021. OK, it's now 2023. The book came out in 2021. I immediately jumped on it and I said, yeah, it, there's a possibility that the dollar can be replaced. Um, in terms of the in terms of the the priority currency in the country, man, there were people in there. I mean, people agreed. People said that's possible. But people were in here calling me an idiot. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. We had a we had a um professor of a con member. We had an economic professor that listened. He was listening and he was like, well, you don't know what I'm talking about. You're talking about I'm an economics professor. The dollar will never be. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Because I have a pulse right here. I have a pulse to what really goes on into the world right here. New, 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 new world order. I kind of can feel things. You know what I mean, ladies? I kind of can feel things. I can feel around and know what's going on. I Who remembers that? And I was like, changing world order. They were like, the dollar will never beat the likelihood that the dollar. And here we are two years, not two years later. Y'all, y'all thought 200 years later, there were people like, no, that doesn't mean and that doesn't mean that the, the, the United Kingdom had a different circumstance and the dollar will be the top currency right now. You got people lined up, countries lined up going, yeah, after dollar. Now, will it happen? Who knows? I mean, we might have to duke it out. But two years ago, less than two years ago, I presented this on this show. And I had people telling me I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> hey, man. It is what it is. I hate sometimes, you know, people like you always got to pat yourself on the back to being right. Dude, because I'm I say things that are risque. I say things that sound like conspiracies. I say things that come from my gut. I say things that are not popular. I also say things that are the normies don't know yet. The normies that haven't got a hold of it. Your media hasn't told you yet. So I'm saying things pre before they're happening. And then I kind of will get a book, a reference. People were like, hey, coach, you were talking about this. Here's a book. And I was like, that's exactly what I was talking about. All right. And so then I present it. People say, I don't know what I'm talking about. And the shit happens. <laughs> Not only does it happen, it happens relatively soon. Changing world order. We're actually on the brink of this right now. Now, I don't know what the effects will be because I'm still in the future. I don't know what the effects will be. I can't announce it yet. 
I can't announce if we come out on top. But there are countries positioning themselves, BRICS, BRICS nations, Mexico considering applying the BRICS. And they're saying, I think there's a couple of countries in Africa that said, get rid of your U.S. dollars. Mm. What? Less than two years, man. This is crazy. And of course, there was a professor. He says, I have a Ph.D. in economics. And who gives a shit about your degrees, man? Everybody take their degree. Take their degree out your frame, fold that shit up, burn it. All right. It don't mean shit. It ain't going to mean shit in the future either. Unless you're a doctor performing surgery on me, keep your degree out. If you're a dentist and I need a, you know what I mean? A root canal, keep your degree out. Don't mean shit. Your education means nothing out here. Not in these streets. Not when it comes down to the nitty gritty. All right. And especially, especially if uh, we have Venezuelan type inflation, which people are acknowledging could happen. And we could have inflation that goes to the position where you'll see dollar bills on the street. <laughs> yeah, it was Uganda and Kenya. They was like, get rid of your dollars. They're going to be worthless. They're telling their people that. Hey, listen, you'll see the point. And I listen, I thought it would be 40 years from now, but you'll see the point potentially if this happens. Dollar bills on the street, nobody picking them up. <laughs> nobody picking them up. I said it here. You heard me. Oh, coach, man, you be tripping, man. What are you talking about? Okay. I or I say shit, and I just say, just wait. Mm. <laughs> You'll see degrees breezing down the street. Paper degrees. $80,000 paper degrees floating down the street. Oh, yeah. And shout out to Toby Keith, who wants to remind you that we'll put a boot in somebody's ass. All right? To prevent this. But uh, boots and asses is not going to matter. This is not going to be that type of war. So you and your bullying where you'd like, hey, we're just going to get out there and duke it out on the front line. It ain't going to be that. That's not how this is going to be one. Just so you know. Nobody will put boots to nobody's asses, Toby Keith, but I appreciate you. <laughs> All right. Shout out to the PhDs out here. And this is the beauty of things. So let's get to the first story. I don't mean to scare you either. When I say these things, it is always with a hint of preparation. I want you to be prepared. Like Maryland guys say, priority is not women, puss, or, or relationships. Um, you better be, I'm always giving you a why I'm telling you this. And I'm not telling you this, just making bold predictions. I'm telling you this, that is there, there's a threat that could potentially impact you and you should prepare. That's basically what I'm saying. All right. And it's not even no spook shit. I'm just be like, um, okay. All right. But anyway, they're actually finding places, country, they're finding places in countries where they're they've hidden golden bars from y'all ninjas. Mm. I mean, <laughs> black community, I don't know how you're gonna get your reparations. Black communism, how are you gonna get your reparations? I'm not sure. Passport bros, let's get to the passport bros. Let's give them a little bit of attention. It appears that for some reason the passport bros have sparked lots and lots of controversy. And I want you to take a look at this. Um, this is not to on the passport bros, and we're not trying to poop on them. But um, as you can see here, according to the El Colombiano, here you go. And I've had this in translation. I don't even have to translate it on air. Passport boy, not bro, bro. The passport boy. This is how foreigners look for a wife in Medellin. And it says it is a practice that is more than 15 years old. Well, that's false. I mean, that is false. 
um, traveling and looking for wives has been around for a long time. As a matter of fact, they used to call these mail order brides. All right. But of course, they're mail order. But people have been traveling places for a long time to look for a wife. Whether these men are looking for wives or a cheap piece of peace leave is up for debate. All right. We're not going to debate that at this point. But here it is right here through websites and social networks. Thousands of men give advice to find women with traditional values in Colombia, as you can see here. We'll read. Last year, Medellin broke all records in tourism. 1.4 million people came to the city from parts, from many parts of Colombia and the planet after the scandemic. So many went out to see the world as if it was a newly made treasure. Or say it says, we have seen the streets of El Poblado and wherever else full of foreigners walking in sandals and shorts. There are no shortage of groups of men looking for parties at any time. Many times behind these groups, there are more than the intent to have a good time. They are men who, and of course, this is translated. So the English is a little broken, broken, but it says they are, or there are men who are looking for a partner tailored to their wishes. This is right here. These groups can be easily found on TikTok, where there are thousands of videos with hashtags, passport bros, passport boy, and or passport kings. And it's not about any rap or reggaeton group. It is a whole movement of men inviting others to get their passport, cross the seas, and look for women who are of more traditional values, similar to the ones they have or with which they were raised. The goal is not to find women for a party. They are looking for women for life that they can marry and return to the United States. Now, of course, this this type of thing is a overviewing thing. It's not completely accurate. And obviously there are men not looking to return these women to the United States for sure. There's also men not trying to marry. And there's also men just finding women to party. While a policy is being designed for tourism to replace oil as the country's main economic source communities of men from countries like the united states italy and france are growing in cities like medellin and cartagena all right who seek to support each other to give quote the best advice unquote warnings and even a guide to find a woman who quote fits in unquote end quote with them who are more affluent traditional and cook well all right, interesting here, and it says right here, they actually have, I believe, I don't know if that's the name right here. They got the name. This is going to be Austin. I believe this is Austin right here. Um, Austin has made quite the, the news rounds here um, related to this particular group, and they've been using him as the face of the group. Interesting, right? It says right here, and as if it were uh, some political or social movement, this community offers, this community is offered, on the website passportbro.store. I've never been there. Where they define themselves as American men looking for a wife in another country and more uh, moved there. At, again, this is true. I read bad, but this is translated from Spanish to English. Bear with me. And moved there as, oh, that makes sense. And moved there as pay, expatriates and take their wives back to the U.S. I'm not sure that's true. However, they're going to take a different approach before preparing their outings. They inform themselves through Reddit and fake book groups where other members tell about their experiences. They upload videos to YouTube as if it were a tutorial or guide with titles like five step guide, how to get a big booty Latina 
where is our girl AOC, which means how to get a Latina with a big butt in five steps. And let's just see if this is true. This is true. All right. Five step guide, how to get a big booty Latina. So um, I've actually warned of this and I'm going to continue with the article. That um, I've warned of this, that uh, many people don't understand or aware uh, women media, they're actually very interested in much content like this. And that many of the secrets that we're telling people, they are watching. I want to let you guys know they're watching. They're watching. They're watching me. They're watching a lot of other people. And women are watching. This is what I've warned dating coaches about. Women watch dating coaches. And whether you believe so or not, women are watching me. Ladies, let them know. All right. Let them know, ladies, you're watching me. (laughs) You don't have to let them know. You can be secretive. But there's a group of women watch me. All right. They watch in silence and violence. All right. They're watching in erotica. They're 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 hoping one day that I that I check my DMs and I check their DM that they sent me. Okay. Yep. They're looking at me. All right. Touching themselves. They're not going to write. Ladies, don't write in. Don't expose yourself. We'll take care of you later. All right. Stay to the back of the class. All right. But, um, yeah, we got some women watching. They want me to get on a bended knee. They like, I'll show him. I'll show him. I'll put my peace sleeve on him and he'll buckle. <laughs> I'll get him. All right. But when I was warning people, especially dating coaches, I'm like, you're giving advice to men, but women are watching you too. You're talking to, you're talking to the screen as if women aren't watching. <laughs> all right yep they sniggling they like i would love a man who was funny mature had a beautiful beard and i can rub his bald head they be watching touching themselves they be pinching they nip i know you be pinching yourself all right but um <laughs> they try to stick out they stick before your paper yeah they try to stick before my paper too they trying to stick me all right but um i'm often tell them i'm like everything you tell men to do the women are watching <laughs> so they're gonna adapt and adjust which women have been great at they adapt and adjust so you have to understand that going in any video you make i don't care what genre you're in women are watching the video the exact same video and and then curiously you guys think they're not overseas watching you they're watching you they y'all be like this is what you do this is what you say oh my lord (laughs) all right so um you got to remember and acknowledge that let's see here and The reason why, uh, one more thing here, I'm sorry. One more thing I have to tell you. The reason why they do this is because this is what they think about. This is their life. They have to think about what men are thinking about, right? They're the most insecure beings on the planet, right? They always want to say we're insecure. They're super insecure. They're paranoid. They also also think the world revolves around them. I'll often tell you, When women watch football games, they sit down and watch football games. This is how a woman thinks. If you ever wanted to know how a woman thinks, I want you to think like this, gentlemen, and women, listen to me. Women think that men are thinking about women so much because they think about us all the time. And, of course, we're thinking about just getting a nut. But women think about what men think all uh, all the time, and they think men are thinking about them when they watch football games. And the team does their play and get in the huddle. They women think men are talking about women in the huddle. Mm. Not only do women think that the football players in the huddle are talking about women, the women think that the men in the football huddle are talking about them specifically. And it gets worse. 
and it gets worse. You know how worse it gets? When a team runs the no huddle offense, women are pissed. What is this? They're not going to take time to think about and talk about us? What is this no huddle shit? All right, the Cincinnati Bengals, they're watching the Bengals. <laughs> they're watching the Bengals and like, what is this shit? Fast break basketball? Aren't they going to take time to talk about women after that play? Just to let you know, their narcissism, that's how far it goes. All right. And I know women are going to deny it, but women tell the truth. You guys watch football. And when they huddle up, you think they must be talking about women. Yes, they. Mm. <laughs> yep. Every time they take a timeout, timeout. Oh, I bet they talk about women in the timeout. They're talking about me, too. All right. They're talking about me. They're talking about the girl with the titties in the stands. Yes, they are. <laughs> All right. Anybody that runs fast break football, they're like, man, this is crazy. The St. Louis Rams never huddle up. The, the Rams never talk about women. They must be reading rainbow. They must be reading rainbow. This basketball on turf, football on turf shit ain't working right here. All right. Anyway, just to let you know, I'm just letting you know how far their narcissism goes. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Uh, anyway, let's get back to the story. We're just here to educate and edutain. <laughs> Where are we at? Oh, it says right here, according to the article, as a first step guide to getting a big booty Latina like AOC. Speaking of AOC salsa, she's spicy. As a first step a recommendation of how to get a big booty Latina, they recommend buying a flight to Medellin, signing up for a language exchange course that uh, takes place in province. They describe it like this. In the midst of beers, cigarettes, and with reggaeton in the background, the exchange of languages take place. So he only hopes to see some pretty Latin girls, Latin girls. They also recommend the spaces to learn to dance salsa, bachata, and merengue. Oh, spicy. All right. Hello. Sounds spicy. All right. Anybody had any bachata? Anybody got some for my chips? All right. Anyway. One of the most recommended steps is uh, to take the chosen woman to Cartagena. Even if you think it's expensive, it's not. Colombia is a very cheap country, says a TikToker. Says right here, and some queso. Can I get some K-Pasa with my bachata? Anybody? No? Mm. I want some K-Pasa with my bachata and my merengue. My drink, my cup is empty. Anybody got some merengue? No? All right, let's continue. Yes, let's continue. That's how I would go down there. Although today it has slightly more advertising name, it is not a novel or new practice. With the Wayback Machine tool, which offers historical versions of web pages, it has found, or it was found that more than 15 years ago, they have been promoting tours for men who want to meet a new love. All right. There you go right there. Tours for men who want to meet a new love. And here it is right here. The catalog even details uh, stuff like height, weight, breast, hips, and buttock measure measurements, eye colors, and yeah, like any other thing, zodiac sign, and so forth and so on. And they have a price for translation. And most of these were ran by scam artists. All right. But anyway, there you see that's one instances of the passport bros making a little bit of waves over in Colombia. So now if you do go over there, they are already ready. Um, They're already ready. So you guys got to, I actually, again, 
I wish I cataloged much of my stuff, like meaning I could timestamp and go back and say, this is what I said then. I actually said that. They're going to make adjustments to you. All right, because essentially what's happening is you're going to draw so much attention to yourself and many people over there will tell you you're going to overpay and then make women adjust. They're going to adjust and they're going to adjust their prices overpaying. I actually said this years ago. I was like, y'all going over there and raising the prices up and then they're going to overcharge. You're going to overpay and then they're going to go over there and then draw so much attention to the shit. And then eventually they'll adapt and then you'll have to adapt. The new people are going to go over late and it's going to be messed up like the Dominican Republican and South Sewer. Mm. All right. Kalo K. But that's that's kind of what I actually said would happen. But I can't blame them. Many people are just trying to take advantage of a an opportunity to uh, create content and support themselves in their endeavors. So it's not that I'm throwing shade. It's just now you've been exposed and people will need to make an adjustment. And I, that's what all I predicted. Again, when I make predictions, it's not from a position of hate. It's basically to warn you that that's how it's going to go. So you better know that. Um, you know, people will say now that black men can travel, they're, you know, uh, shading black men. And uh, there may be some truth to that because sex tourism has been a thing for a long, long time. All right. Longer than we had boats. As long as we had a boat, we was going to go get some peace leave. As long as there were boats, we was going to get peace leave. All right. People have traveled the several seven seas to go get some snatch. People came back with all kind of itchy scratchy around their crouch. I mean, this is how STIs or STDs spread. You know what I mean? People took boats. If you look at Polynesia, Polynesia spreads to the original New Zealand all the way to what we know as Hawaii, Polynesian culture. I don't know if you know, but that's a long ass flight. We talk about long ass flight. Polynesians was on boats like this going to Tahiti from Hawaii and shit. It take five hours to fly there. These ninjas on boats like this going to the island of love. Mm. <laughs> Wars were fought over peace leave. People done march all the way across the Mediterranean to start putting boots in people's asses over a piece of peace leave. If you think about it, Cleopatra is from Egypt. She's all the way over there and where? Rome with Caesar's ass. All right, let me tell you. <laughs> it's a long boat ride. I take the I've taken the boat ride in just half the half the distance from Malta. So if I'm thinking they came across there, shit. <laughs> so we gotta understand, we gotta understand that people have traveled for peace leaves since the beginning of time. Matter of fact, people was making boats going, God damn, <laughs> making boats all day. For years, for months, Noah was probably building an ark talking about, boy, I'm going to get one of each, actually two of each, two of Linglings. He was making his boat like, can I get two Linglings on the boat? Hop on in, baby. Um, Thank you, Lingling. Can I get two? Yes, give me them two big booty Latinas over there. All right, bring me two African girls with the big old booty, too. They like, bring that girl. Big old booty girl. Yeah, bring her on there, too. <laughs> He got two flatbacks. She came in with furs over herself. Two Viking broads. He was like, I need two Viking broads. Get them. One from Finland and another one from Sweden. All right. The Norway chick with the braided blonde hair. You can come on too. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was just out there with the pure all unadulterated debauchery. So let's not put a black eye or a black guy on the passport bros in a sense 
I'm just featuring the article. There's another article in Brazil with uh, Austin Hollerman's whole face. And I actually deleted the article on accident preparing for the show. But they actually got him on talking about his impact on what was going on in there in their state of um, I can't remember the state, but it was a state there. So you guys got to watch out uh, when it comes to this thing here. But of, of course, I want to warn you, you have opposition watching you at all times. Dating coaches, passport bros, even guys, red pill, MGTOW, um, uh, uh, free agent, like whatever it is, women are watching either in support or opposition to you and they're going to adjust. I predicted this and this is in chat backly true. As a matter of fact, you can talk to people over in, in, in the East Asian countries of the Philippines and Thailand. They will tell you. Americans have no problem. Uh, um, there's also guys that are considered passport pookies walking around with gold teeth in their mouth, but they still know what's up. And it's hot as a mother, uh, hot enough to make you cuss. That's why I kept my ass on the bus. So there's passport pookies over there resetting the market. All right. I know a woman over here that is from Thailand. And um, she was like, hey, if you ever go to Thailand, take me with you just so you don't overpay. <laughs> All right. And she's not she's like, you can have the women. But just so when I take you over there, we don't overpay because you were setting the market. Mm. Matter of fact, I shared an article with you Um, the the series, not an article, a video of them talking about hunting foreigners. They're hunting foreigners because you got the money. So watch out. Uh, Teresa says, Therese, is it Therese says support? Definitely not opposition. Coach, I've been at working at Hooters for 20 years. These bitches be crazy. I know, man. You know, I got a little thing for Hooters chicks. I used to have a thing for Hooters chicks. You know, right now, they can't do nothing for me now. I mean, if I walked in there and ordered my 10 wings, hot, unbreaded, or breaded, hot and breaded, I mean, like, look, ma'am, I don't need no conversation. Just drop that neck while I'm peeling back these wings. All right. Mm. I don't want to see your little saggy ass walking across with your orange shorts. Speaking of Hooters, <laughs> all right. The evening show is out of control. All right, I do have a picture. Do you think this is fair or foul? I wasn't going to show it, but uh, Hooters did come up. Do you think, wait a minute, do you think it's fair and fair or foul for a mother or a father to send their kid to Hooters? Speaking of Hooters, this is not a commercial for Hooters, but uh, let me show you this video right here. There's a young brother who didn't realize he didn't been to his first Hooters. There he is right there. There's young. Pookie in the making. Watch the young Pookie here. Look at young Pookie. Seven-year-old took my seven-year-old to Hooters for the first time. Let's play it. My seven-year-old to Hooters for the first time. The waiters, the waiters. got underwear on. They got underwear on. Yeah, that's brother starving. Yeah, that's brother starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> Lord have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Oh man, yo. Uh, my man starving, man. Look at my brother. <laughs> he looking at them titties for the first time. He like, Lord have mercy, mama. Your titties don't look that big. Like I'm off to a flame. I bet you he looking at the fattest one. All right. Hey, look, man. I see, look, if you're a person that thinks Hooters is bad for kids, you've never been to a Hooters. Hooters is innocent until the old man in the corner, that old man in the corner, he's on some shit. He's on some debauchery shit. He's filling up his bank bank full of full thoroughbred junior college girls. Skeezers too. Skeezers, pure skeezers. But he over there, there's an old man in the corner. 
There's an old man in the corner with his his Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. He's sitting over there, quiet as kept. His spank bank, he just a looking. He tipped well, too. This brother tipped well. My brother tips top dollar when he walks in. He the biggest trick in Hooters. <laughs> he walk in, all the girls, hi, Henry, hi, Frank. They guide Frank over to his position all in the corner and shit. He's sitting over there like. <laughs> and when he go home, he spank, he have his wife, wife lay down. Let me get on there. And my man spank bank is filled up like a hard drive in 2010 full of prawn. Hooters girls. Because he can't go to the strip club. It's, he can't explain that shit off. Well, why are you at the library? You go to the library every day. He can't explain that. But Hooters, he got a calendar signed by all the Hooters chicks. He got pictures like this with Hooters chicks. He the man at Hooters. <laughs> that dude be at Hooters every day, bro, eating chowing down on wings. <laughs> right and this brother is a future henry right here this is a brother future henry or frank frank the tank this brother right here is gonna be at hooters for 40 years lifetime customer <laughs> all right let's get and see what his reaction is here we go what what about they, her they need to put some pet <laughs> oh man, man, bro. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Look at this shit. Yep, he knows every waitress name. He know when there's new staff. The manager texts him, "We got a new flatback coming in." This brother right here. I told you that's their uniform. They got a wet at the work here. I, I think I did. You what? <laughs> I took my seven-year-old to Hooters for the first time. My man thirsty as hell, man. Give him some water, man. Give him, give us some water, and don't put all that ice in it, ma'am. Don't put all that ice in it. We're going to show you what he possibly was looking at here. I think I had – I got a – oh, here we go. Um, Possibly – Possibly his best guest right now. Let's go ahead and show you what maybe he was looking at. Do you think, do you think he was looking at this right here? Hey, we got the best flat back. We got a flat back in that's so flat back that it is painful. Do you think he got do you think he's a flat swing guy? Do you think he has the flat swing? <laughs> or or okay, I'll give it to you, brothers. I give it to you. Is he a flats guy or or what is the wings called? That's not the flats. All right. Uh, hold on for a second. I got you right here. I got y'all. Or does my brother be starving like this? Yeah, that brother's starving. Do you think he like it? What's the other side of flats right there? The drumstick. Sorry. Thank you, brother. Is he a drumstick Hooters chick? Does he like the drum? There's only no I'm here. <laughs> You think he liked the drumsticks right here? Or let me see. Let's take you to the flatbacks here. Oh, I got her, man. Oh, she looking good, too. All right, man. Oh, she. this look painful, man. What, who, did, who did her this? Mm. Therese, did you hire this chick? I got to call you into question now. 
your franchise probably struggling. Who hired this girl? <laughs> your manager. Like the manager on duty that hired this chick. You come in the next day. All right, we got a new girl, Mindy. Mindy comes out. What the hell? You sitting there like. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> That's a little too flat-backed for me. I like I'm flat-backed, but that's painful. I don't, that's not what I'm talking about when I talk about flat-backed. All right, anyway, somebody got a fetish with this shit. All right, so let's, we're just messing around. This is the evening service. All right, let's take you to story number two real quick. How, how to be efficient with your cold approach. All right, let's go to the best cold approach I've seen in a long time. Because we want to save you guys time. So we don't want to act like there's no need to cold approach, right? So we're going to give you our best cold approach advice right here. And this brother, he says, why is it my riz working? Let's check your riz out real quick. Excuse me. Can I get your number? No? Can I get your, hey, can I get your number? Can I get your number? Um, I have a boyfriend. Can I get your number? I'm lesbian. Can I get your number? Can, hey, can I get your number? Can I get Yo. Uh, no, Excuse me, can I get your number? 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 Can I get your my man was striking out, man. Hey, man, don't let it affect your confidence, though. My man was making the best use of his time, so I can't blame him. You know what I mean? And we were talking about money, energy, attention, and time. You know what I mean? Like, he don't even have time for the rejection to affect him. He like, let me just get through this shit. Let me go down the line. My man was at the, he was in Orlando on Orange Avenue, prime time Central Florida University time. <laughs> My man said, let's get the risk. Let's get this shit out of the way. No numbers game. All right, here we go. Well, numbers game, but I ain't got time to be bar hopping. All right, here we go. Let me just go down the line. All these flat back to Kaylee's, a couple of pogs. Let me get it. Let me get him. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. <laughs> and at the end of the day, he he doing the same percentage wise as your best dating coach. So never say, never say it's not worth the try. All right, let's get to uh, two dates and one day, ladies. All right, this woman claims to have gone on two dates. Wait a minute. Two dates in 24 hours. It looks like in less than 24 hours. And uh, this is going to be a reason why dating could be, in fact, dead. All right, so we don't know if she actually went on these dates. You can't really see. There's no guy. But why would a guy want his video face in the video? All right, let's play it. Went on two dates in 24 hours, and they were both so by the way, man, I would fold that shit up. I know you guys think I like flat back to just white girls. I mean, listen, this chocolatey girl with this wig on, she could get folded up. All right. You guys know how I like them. All right. I don't like baddies. All right. She ain't a baddie. I like them a little bit. <laughs> I like them cute. I don't like them hot. Hot chicks, they're worth a pay. Pay for them. I like QTs. Cute. Uh, the wig is popping, though, but I'm not a big wig fan. By the way, her hairline is peeled back to the level of CGA, so I don't want to hear shit. All right, let's continue. Oh, fun. Come along with me. So date number one, we went to an axe throwing center. It was super fun, and I actually beat him. Well, actually, he won one game, and I won two. He brought me sunflowers, which was super cute. Afterwards, we kept the fun going and went to this bar that had a bunch of games. So this was my first time going axe throwing or doing anything like that, and it was actually a really good time. 
We played beer pong with a couple that was there and we completely annihilated them. I hadn't played beer pong in years, so that was really fun. On to date number two. This is usually more my vibe. We went to this really nice Italian restaurant. I love the decor and ambiance here. This is a perfect place for a solo date. The pizza was absolutely incredible. You know you're bougie when you get pear on your pizza, but you have to try it if you like sweet and savory. So you have to pass this fairy garden in order to get to your car and it's so pretty. You can have dinner out there as well and it just looks so magical. Afterwards, we walked across the street to have a post-dinner drink. It was pretty lively for a restaurant at 10 p.m., which was really nice. My date brought me a bottle of wine, which is my favorite, 10 out of 10. Went on two dates. Sorry, um, I, I was trying to speak into the microphone and it was muted. Uh, as you see, this is kind of what we've been telling you has been going on. Obviously, the people who took her out on a date are not men her age. This is definitely going to be some junior college shit. All right, let's just call it what it is. But maybe men slightly older than her. She looks like a freshman at the university, even Biden with a brief. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. All right, and so this is what we call... Again, resetting the dating marketplace is going to make it hard for a lot of guys to compete with this. Not only that, the men that are taking her on this date, I'm going to assume they didn't smash. They didn't get anything out of it. They just got the pleasure of taking out her on a date. And then she's lining up another date afterwards, which I think to me is despicable. All right. To me is despicable. I know women are like, but what about when men? And we ain't talking about that reverse Uno shit. Stay, bear, stay with me. Stay with me. This woman is trying to date like this, and then later on, she's going to say men aren't loyal, they aren't faithful, they're not patient with the date, they don't talk, the talking stage has disappeared, X, Y, and Z. I get it. Your schedule might be uh, crazy where you have to double book, but if young men are watching this, this is, this is um, discouraging. This can be discouraging because they're going, we don't have a chance out here. You're out here date, uh, two dates in 24 hours. What's the point of me taking you on a date? Why would a guy take you on a date? The longer she does this, it's going to make her more, more um, discouraged as well. Because then she's like, well, men don't want to settle down. There's this whole argument. This type of dating early on in your life is not going to be good for her or the market as well. So now you're seeing a lot of messed up mentalities when it comes to dating. This is a messed up mentality. I mean, this is definitely not to get to know someone. This is to take advantage of a guy or waste his time or his resources. And she has no intentions of doing anything, returning anything in the favor. Remember, she's going out to have fun. You're going out to actually get to know her or to get laid. Right. And maybe you're trying to do both. But as you can see, your efforts are futile. They're, the efforts wasted. She's just using this as an opportunity to brag Humble brag, put on her TikTok, use you for a meal, buy drinks, you're giving her a gift. I mean, this is pretty much discouraging for a lot of men, right? And um, I'm just going to say what it looks like is um, these will look like sugar daddy dates. Or at least men that have resources. If you look at that, that th none of those dates are going to be something that an average man's going to do for that. Right? She's using it to create content and nothing. And, and right? And all of it was not about the man. But I, I do understand that because I'm a vlogger as well or I talk about my life, but I never put women on the camera. So I get it, too. I'm not going to feature the woman in any of my videos because I, I, I value discretion. So that's the reason why he didn't appear there. But I think if this is the approach for dating, this is going to mess things up even further. All right. Um.
Somebody says they got her flowers. Yeah. And so now what are you guys going to do for her? All coffee date. Well, she's not going to do coffee dates until it's too late. Right. And then she's going to use your ass for content. Let's see what the super chats are doing. Let me see if I need to catch up. I'll catch up real quick. The dictator says, coach, you forgot that you are Thanos. He says, this is why some of the Avengers don't like you. Also, I just got the free agent lifestyle book. You indeed you right. Not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Shout out to me as Thanos. All right. Yes, I'm against the Avengers. Shout out to you, El Chino. Who hurt you, coach? Indeed. As a matter of fact, I love that you asked that. It shows that you care. Well, here's the answer. Do you have time? One day. Oh, my God. There was this girl named Patty. Patty had a fatty. And one day, she sat that fatty on a dude that drove a caddy. And that dude that had that caddy end up getting her Addy. And then as he had it, the Addy, he went over there and played her daddy. I thought we had a commitment that I was the only one that was going to touch that fatty. But what she ended up doing is being that man's baby daddy. All right. I don't know, man. I was just freestyling there. I'm All right, but um, in case you wanted to know, that's who hurt me. Anybody want to go find Patty and eliminate her? Anyway, mm. uh, you actually asked, so I thought you cared, but you didn't. So don't matter. Shout out to El Chino. <laughs> that was a freestyle. You know, I mean, I can freestyle, but I needed a little bit of time. All right, shout out to Deshaun Rose. Says salute to the coach gang in the chat. Great show this morning. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Shout out to E says had um had to leave the sauna before I started looking like Samuel Jackson. Woo, a sweet and sour. A sweet and sour. I know what you mean. Little sweet and sour in your life. He says a sweet and sour had feet out with a high arch set right next to your boy. He says empty out. Woo. My man was like, you cannot put that in front of me, ma'am. Do not come on. I'm in the sauna and you bring that next to me. You getting clapped. All right. Anyway, she had the feet with the high arches. Hello. All right. The wealth manager, junior college. Dita for the win this afternoon. And in the United States, there's a lot of them, man. I'm telling you, man, if you like gorditas, man, we're going to have to have our top five gordita locations. Maybe our top 10 gordita locations. Right, <laughs> because uh, they're everywhere, but you know, Brown 310 says, Shout out to the big booty 304s out there. We appreciate you, them Latinas, the spicy Latinas. AOC, I see you. Rania says, President 45 was the OG passport, bro. Twice he tried to tell y'all, Shout out to my favorite African American over here. Oh, look at my African American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, shout out to the President 45. They tried to arrest the brother, but that wasn't going to happen. Shout out to him. And let me check up on these alternative apps. Alternative apps. Yeah, my man went over there and got him a Russian. Anna, where was Ivanka from? Transylvania? Not Ivanka. Where was that girl from? Uh, Melania. Was she from Transylvania? She looked like she was from Transylvania. All right. <laughs> Transylvania. Everybody from her country is like, no, Slovenia. Where was she from? 
I don't even know. Slovenia. That's what I thought. Man, I, man, Slovenia. Yeah, shout out to Slovenia, bro. I'm going to be up in Slovenia, man. <laughs> All right, that's right up my alley. When I was on my cruise, when I was on my cruise, there was a junior college. Every day she worked out right in my space. She was from Slovenia. But I didn't really know. I, I would have had to pull the ID on her. But here I am. I go to the gym every day. Here's story time. Story time. I'm on the cruise, the Mediterranean cruise. I'm on the cruise. And of course, as fate has it, a flatback from Slovenia walks in. And I'm in a little room with the main gyms out here. Let me tell y'all, the main gyms over here, like the main gyms out there, it's out there. I'm in a little room. That's the uh, spin room. But they push all these spin cycles up, you know, at night. So just so they don't move around during the during the cruise. So I go in the spin room. I'm all by myself, all by myself. I'm away from everybody. This woman got the whole gym. She come right through flat back, long blonde hair right there to do squats on the wall with dumbbells and shit right here. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> and here she is like, I could reach out and touch her like this, but it was some ID shit. That was some shit. I was like, all right, what is the agent? Cause I started looking it up on the internet. Age of consent on the Mediterranean Sea. I was like, man, why is she in here? <laughs> every, no, guys, not one day, every day of the cruise. My time, she was there, and I would be there earlier than her. I'm in there. Here she come. Here she come right there in the morning. I was like, man, this is some crazy shit. I was, of course, I hit her. Where are you from? She can barely speak English and shit. <laughs> All right. Barely speak English. She says, I want to drink your blood. That's what she said. She said, my name is Natasha <laughs> from Slovenia. Oh, my Lord. How old are you? She said, what? How old? What? I was like, never mind. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy, man. Look, man, would you take your ass out of here? Get, get out. Matter of fact, if you, I, I posted on my story, I posted on my, it was a setup. I posted on my story and she came out, feed out and everything that didn't happen. But I posted on my story when I'm in the gym, you can see her. She's coming in the door. Like it's like, right. Cause I'm recording myself and she's walking in every day on the cruise Slovenia. I was like, who set me up? I was like this. I'm looking at her like this because I know you know they be having spies and shit. I'm looking at her like, wait a minute. Who are you? Prince Hansen waiting outside like this ninja ain't biting. <laughs> yeah, the CIA center, the CIA center. Chris Hansen looking outside like, come on, ninja bite. Come on. Come on. He got the damn. He's sitting out there like. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, man, y'all ain't getting me. Y'all not going to get me, man. <laughs> anyway, honey pot like a mother sucker, man. I was like, it was an AI. I was like, you ain't going to get me. Every day she would there, right there in the morning. I'm in there. She 10 minutes later, she walks in the door. Slovenian chick. Yeah, man. I'm too good for y'all, man. 
<laughs> I didn't bite. Sit the kryptonite. Sit the kryptonite to me. I was like, nah, you ain't gonna get me. I know you know my show. You ain't getting me, bruh. Not on the seven seas and shit. Not out here. You ain't getting me out here in the Mediterranean. <laughs> oh man, he says if the feet were out, it would yeah. If the feet were out, I would have known. I would have been like, see. Now I know this is a setup. <laughs> Sitting out there with her feet out, I would have been like, new, new, new world yeah. If, if she had the feet out, y'all wouldn't have seen me. Y'all would be like, what happened to Coach? What happened to him? He's still on the boat, locked up. <laughs> they wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have came back. I wouldn't have came back. I would have been like, ah, I'm going in. Anyway, <laughs> they tried to set me up. Uh, anyway. Where are we at? Of course, this is for fun. This is for stories. This is for shit and giggles. Uh, yeah, I would have been with Andrew Tate somewhere in Romania. They would have just drove me over. Uh, there y'all go. We got y'all together now. All right, where are we at? Caitlin Ferguson. Caitlin says, what's up, coach? He says, you would think that as much as women watch RP content, including women in marriages and relationships, they would take the information and use it to be better wives and girlfriends and stop being single. However, they never learn. They'll never learn. Well, some women have watched me. Uh, where's Peaches, by the way? Where's she been? Uh, some women have watched me to be better. Actually, have done coaching calls with women. Not a lot, but I've done them with them where they wanted to be better. Maryland guy doubles up. He says, I had to learn the hard way after spending $100 on a date for her to say the next time I just want to be friends. Ladies, do you think that's fair? Do you think it's fair to go out on dates just to kind of waste the dude's time and see, uh, you know what I mean? After a couple of days of it spending, right? And then all of a sudden he's guys, a hundred dollars for many, many men is a stretch. It's a big stretch. That guy's making a big, big stretch out for you. And um, you're just like, eh, I'll see. Shout out to Anthony. He says, Hey coach, glad you finally got on board. With the Linglings, I just came back from the Japanese junior college. And he says, let's just say those girls know how to succeed. All right, to succeed. All right, succeed, as we call it over here. And uh, yeah, I wasn't that big of a fan, but I've actually indulged more. And I see what you're talking about. Right. Shout out to no government name, BH. Thank you for that contribution. And then a couple more. We'll get on with the show. Shout out to J-C-S-D. He says, yeah, my name is Jermaine, but it ain't my fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Indeed. There's a lot of people that have been going over to these countries for a long, long time. All right. What about the brothers? I remember people came back. I was young enough for people to come back from Vietnam. Right. Brothers came back with all that Agent Orange. And all of them PS PTSD. They came back. All messed up from Vietnam. That's when I was a kid, people, people, you know, you saw the people coming back from Vietnam. These men, white, black, they came back with some petite Asians. They brought them, they brought them girls white radioactive wise. Yep, that blue magic. They brought all them girls back. I remember I used to back in the early to like the 80s, 83, like 80 to 85, 86. You saw so many. Asian wives coming back from that Vietnam and a lot of them by that time started to have their first and second children, right? So you're starting to see the Belasian, the A-Marie's, 
all right, of the world were produced from Vietnam couples that came in the past, right, came back. All right, but yeah, man, brothers and white men, they brought so many Asian wives back, all right, and they was out there. Yeah, the the um, the scene, the Rush Hour 2 scene, uh, th there's also the scene from the Me Love You Long Time from the scene of, from the, I can't remember where the movie is, but uh, obviously the song from Two Live Crew got it from that movie. Um, other than the fact that they were under some terrible conditions in Vietnam, I'm going to say, yeah, Tiger Woods, father, same thing. I'm going to say these dudes was having some fun over there. Anyway, <laughs> Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, the scene from Full Metal Jacket. Me love you long time, right? That ended up being in the song for Two Life Crew, Me So Horny. Me So Horny. Me love you long time. Yeah, man, this is some crazy shit. So back in the day, those were the, well, I guess they weren't passport bros. But those were the guys that was bringing over Ling Ling's like crazy, bro. My childhood was seeing a lot of those Asian women. And guys, these barely, these women can barely speak any English. <laughs> All right. And they brought them straight back. No English, no nothing. And they was back there sitting up there making them. They was back there <laughs> doing all your submissive shit. Them are the original draft bros. <laughs> I said the draft bros. Oh, my goodness. They didn't need no passport. Draft your ass. Well, there was a benefit. Spoils of war. Spoils of war. We didn't really do well in the war, but spoils of war. All right, let me do a story, and I'll come back to Venmo. Did the Kane call 911 on itself? You know what? Let me do these super chats before we talk about this. This could get a little bit crazy. Who remembers that? Who was, who was a kid during those times or an adult? Man, Vietnam was when the Korean War was before that. So there were wars over there. The Korean War, then Vietnam was a decade or so later, if, you, if you're doing the math. I mean, we were involved in Vietnam even during the Korean War, but or slightly after that. But during that time, American men brought back a whole boatload, <laughs> a whole boatload of Asian women. Somebody said all my uncles boatloads of them bro they was over there going nuts all right on them i can only imagine what they did over there you know, because the amount that they brought over here was insane all right but so i'm imagining while they're over there they're going to the bars shit was probably out of control mm. <laughs> where we at all right zero fallout says did you hear about another xx bragging that she does not work at Facebook, she does no work at Facebook. She's making 190K, and they let her go after her TikTok was exposed. All these high-paying XXs is going to have to prove they are essential. All right, shout out to her. I wouldn't like to know that video. I would like to see that video. And we're going to call you, Miles, says there's another red pill in Manosphere guy. Wait, these other red pill in Manosphere guys are damn near unwatchable now. A bunch of softies. Shout out to the coach and the coach gang. Yeah, maybe the red pill's dying, you know what I mean? But, you know, I'll still continue to persist. But um, I don't even know what's going on too much. But, um, you know, I think the whole genre has gotten very, very soft. And I've gotten soft as well, but it's like some weird shit now. It's a little bit weird. I've been long around long enough to see it. It's a little weird now. Like, it's purple pill. It's like too purple pill for me. It's like too like, it's not even purple peel. It's like blurple. It's blurple. <laughs> mm. 
It's almost blue pill. It's blurple. It's not even purple anymore. It's blurple. We're going to just call it the blurple pill. Yeah. It's what happens when everybody's chasing numbers. All right, but it is what it is. Shout out to everybody. No hate. I know I'd be like, coach a hater. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, blue, violet, blurple pill. All right, shout out to, uh, you know, because they are trying to appeal to the female audience. It is what it is. Shout out to, did uh, this is, did Jonathan Majors, Lee Majors, call 911 on himself, according to his attorney, who is his spin doctor. Are we to believe the attorney at all? This attorney is out here reaching, bro. All right, but I'll buy it. I'll buy it for a dollar. Let's go ahead and take you to the scene. The attorney is the spin doctor. All right, this woman named, I think she's an Indian woman, Eastern Indian woman. She's putting out all the information, bro. So we're only, the only information we have on this story now is from the Indian, East Indian attorney. All right, anything about, um, the woman recanted her story. It's coming from his attorney, this woman. Okay, he has a female attorney. Any story that comes up, any details, is coming from Disney or the attorney. It's not coming from her attorney. It's not coming from her. She ain't said shit. She said nothing. By the way, they do have a court appearance scheduled for May the 8th or 9th. And as of today, this is day number three of the charges not being dropped. So I know y'all going to be mad at me. But I said it, and it's going to be. All right, they're going to go potentially all the way up to the begin to the day of the trial. And um, one more thing, one more thing. Um, many times these district attorneys and um, uh, people, they you realize there's cases ahead of this case, right? These district attorneys, they're handling cases ahead of this case. Many times they don't even look at your case file until leading up to the case. So they'll be like, listen, you got your court date. Your court date's May 9th. We'll look at it right before the day before. <laughs> All right, we ain't looking at it now. I got other cases. So it is what it is. Uh, but extra, extra, read all about it. Jonathan Major's lawyer says the actor called 911 out of concern for his acquaintance's mental health. And this does gives us an opportunity to talk about mental health and domestic violations. So this is what we're going to use this to frame it as. And according to... uh. Wait a minute. <laughs> I thought there was a story here. All right, there's the story down here. Wait a minute. What what kind of source is this shit? But anyway, there's not even a story. I'm clicking on shit. Story below is about some something else. Let me see. Oh, here it is. Jonathan Major. Oh, it says right here. Jonathan Major's attorney said the incident that led to his assault arrest on Saturday began with Majors calling 911 out of concern for the mental health of the person he was with. Well, that's where you messed up. I mean, listen, that's where you messed up. Now this, now you got a woman going crazy, ballistic. Um, he was in her presence, so it, it sounds like, according to his attorney, that what happened was this is why I tell you: do not be around women with mental health issues, and if you are, make sure you have your bases covered. Sounds like what happened was Friday night, the cab ride. At that time, I believe the. The next day, the next day, he's still there with the woman. This is going to fill in some blanks because the police were called at 11 a.m. on Saturday. The incident in the cab happened, which would be Saturday morning or late Friday night. So now he uh, looks like they were together since the cab ride 
and the woman's still going a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Thus, he says, I better call. Or potentially he went home and went back. We need to know those details, and I'm sure we'll probably figure it out. But it wasn't immediate. It wasn't like she got slapped and then she called the police or she got slapped and he called the police. It looks like this shit revolved into the next day or later that day afternoon. So he said she was going through an emotional crisis. This is all we have. We don't have her side of the story other than the police report and his arrest. Now it seems like that she was going through a crisis and he called the police. They come to the scene and she changes the story on the ninja. Mm. He She changes the story, this according to the attorney. Yeah, he was there. Uh, um, he calls the police and says she's going through a crisis. They show up. She says, he beat me up. And then they arrest him on the scene. It wasn't like she made this up, woke up the next morning. He was in the presence, right? So you guys got to know when these people go through these crises you got to get out of there all right could be some drugs involved drinking yeah there's a lot going on here that we don't know that you would hope to fill in the details and unfortunately we're not going to get all these details other than through the spin doctor attorney all right uh but let's talk about this the truth about domestic violence the truth about domestic violence all right one of the hardcore truths about domestic violence is the fact that um and i've shared this with you several times and this is this is data according to research. You can use the CDC. You can use data. Um, you can use you can use data that will tell you this. And I've showed you videos, and I'm going to read it. It says uh, according to the CDC, many times domestic violence is not one sided. Both people contribute to the domestic violence in some type. Sometimes someone is. Uh, punished physically more than the others and this is why we have in our country this idea that men are the abusers because many times the abuse is physical and you can see the results of the physical abuse in the case of mr majors she is saying because of this signs of physical abuse i am the victim here but i'm going to read this to you the instigators of domestic violation oftentimes are the women and it says right here in these one-way violent relationships, it had been found that 70% of the time, and I'll highlight it, 70% of the time, it is the women who start the violent fight, but they are the ones who usually suffer injuries. And let me just say this. She might be violent. She might have hit him, and women tend to do hit and get away with it. Not only is domestic violence physical, it is also verbal it is also emotional, and it is also a variety of things, mental and so forth and so on. So when you think about these situations, we never want to uncover this. And if you uncover this, this is some sort of misogyny. I can't believe you guys are saying this. This is tough. No, 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 no. The CDC themselves, the new world, new, 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 new world are saying order. that when there is domestic violence, 70% of the time, the instigator is, in fact, the woman. But she suffers the physical signs. And the physical signs mostly is what people look for in domestic abuse. I'll share something else with you and I'll source it back again. This is of as of 2001. This is KT King sharing this women often the uh, aggressors. And we know this to be true. So they hit you. They fight you. They yell. They gaslight you. They do all kind of things. Lie by omission. And they uh, they're aggravating you and being the aggressor. 
We showed you the video of the man in Mississippi who got deleted by his uh, spouse. And they were just aggravating being him. They were touching him. They were abusing him. They were gaslighting him. They were hitting him. They were cutting him off. And then she finally pulled out the firearm and he said, hey, I'm getting out of here. Clap. And the CDC right here in the 2001 survey, CDC survey using a national representative sample of young adults age 18 to 28 and 11,370 who were in heterosexual relationships. Boy, do not get me even started on the homosexual relationships. There, the, the data is even worse for homosexual relationships, but that's neither here nor there. And it says right here, researchers found that women were far more likely to instigate non-reciprocal violence, which they call um, IPV, interpersonal violence, than were men. Women were far more, and it says right here, perpetrated by the woman, 70%. Perpetrated, perpetrated by the man, 29.3%. And non-reciprocal violence, women, 50%. Reciprocal IPV, um, it says right there, 49% for the male. Uh, amongst violent relationships, it says non-violent. In all relationships, it is the male versus violent. Um, I'm not sure what that pie graph is about, that pie chart, all right? Because I'm assuming you would have the same the same thing here. But I, I'm not, oh, okay, um, no, I don't even know, all right? Uh, but I'm live on the air, so I'm not going to try to decipher it. But this is the big one right here. This is the big one. All right, the aggressors. Now, Normie, Normie, um, Normie newscasts, the court of public opinion, Facebook, none of these people are going to tell you this. Nobody's going to tell you any of this data. They're going to be like, don't listen to that. This is a lie. But this is basically by the CDC, so new, 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 you can new, believe new that or not. They're not going to cover this part of it. And this is why men are left in situations where they end up being Jonathan Majors, right? He's like, look, I'm just trying to help this broad. And she flipped out and she found the number. I didn't do nothing. And she potentially hurt herself or I was defending myself against her. I called the police to help her. And now she flipping and spinning the story. This is very, very common. This certainly could have happened in this situation. But I'm not saying it did. Um, you guys want more data? You guys want more data and evidence? Oh, we're going to take you there. This is a woman who's filmed herself. Filmed herself. And I will back. I will I will give you a little bit of roundabout. I'll come and bring it full circle, ladies, if you've been a victim. And this is also why I often ask you to not believe women who say they have been a victim of abuse unless they can prove it. My last, my last boyfriend was abusive. I say bullshit. Unless they can prove it. And you're going to have to really prove it with a damn jail record. All right. But this is a woman who allegedly is beating herself with a hammer while her friends recording it to set up her boyfriend for domestic abuse. Here we go. <laughs> Do your forehead again. Can't. One more time. <laughs> She's trying to decide whether to smack herself in the forehead, bro. I mean, listen, this is sick. <laughs> this is sickness beyond uh, uh, levels that you can actually imagine. Oh, no, I got to take the shirt off. I mean, who beats What are you going to do if he's lying and you're just abusing yourself, yourself for no reason? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a good bruise. Yeah. 
Uh huh. It looks like they punch you dead arms. Oh my. <laughs> well, and they think it's quite funny. But um, this, this is a lot of cases. Do your forehead one more time. Do your forehead one more time. I mean, you see the extent people go through all because they get their little Let feelings me see hurt. You do it again. They get their feelings hurt and whatnot. Oh, not. <laughs> I mean, it's I gonna take a while. With you. Oh, not the bottom of the leg. Oh, not the calf. I mean, hit the bone. Why don't get that shin bone? Why don't you get that shin bone? I want to see that shit. All right, you talk about you put the end of that shit right there. Get your knee. No. Now do not get the knee. I know badass. Hit yourself in the forehead. <laughs> This is quite a long video, but I want you guys to see this happening here. Oh, there it is. There's the forehead. I mean, why not the eyeball? There was a woman arrested in jail for battering herself in the eyeball. I the can't eyeball. deal with you. <laughs> yep, she says, I'll always win when I play dirty, guys. Hold on for a second. I think that's what she said. Let's go ahead and review. Let me see here. I always win when I play dirty. Exactly what she said. I always win when I play dirty. Um, so again, I always tell you when it comes to these statistics, you can throw shit out the window when it comes to this and get to the real statistics and data. Sure, let me go ahead and bring it back full circle in relationships. In relationships, it is far more likely for women to be uh deleted when it comes to deletion. It is far more likely to women to be deleted by the male partner, right? So Yes, they do lose their lives a lot more. And most of the time they lose their lives. It is to an intimate partner, not a stranger. It is more common for them to lose their lives to an intimate male partner and not a stranger. However, wives are also very highly likely to delete their male intimate partner than a stranger as well. So you do have that going on here. And if you did want to see the data, it says right here. All right. So there is a lot of that going on. I just wanted to bring it full scale. All right, we're talking about domestic violence and all of this stuff, so you got to include that. One in five deletion victims were killed. One in five deletion victims were killed by an intimate partner. In fact, women are more likely to be deleted by an intimate partner, husband, boyfriend, same-sex partner, et cetera, than by anyone else. Approximately two in five female deletion victims are deleted by an intimate partner and so forth and so on. All right, so I'll, I'll in fairness, I'll bring that up. Getting back to the debauchery, you want to see some shit? It doesn't end there. I'll give you another video right now. All right. So we do have to acknowledge that men are victims oftentimes with jail sentences because the woman's angry. And let's go ahead and play the victim right here. Says a girlfriend wants to be forgiven by boyfriend somewhere in the world today. And um, here's a situation that most of the time doesn't get caught on camera. And somebody decided probably through an argument that 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 um, they probably were carrying on. And this man is acting very passively. As you can see here, he's got hands in his pocket. He's like this bitch going crazy. This could be Jonathan Majors in that flatback. He doesn't know what to do. If he leaves her out there, she's going to be like, but you left me out here. If he is, if he talks back and try to hold masculine frame, then he's going to be out there recorded yelling at her and so forth and so on. But this is common, especially of young people. And she's hitting herself. To try to create bruises. I tell you, these people are sick. Mm. My man, like, 
And there you go with the Ling Ling shit. Ling Lings are very good at doing shit when they don't think people are seeing them. Unfortunately, somebody's recording this and he goes to grab her and grabbing a woman is like trying to grab mosquitoes out of the air. These women are hard to grab many times unless you're really hell bent on grabbing them. So, um, <laughs> hey, send the asteroid on these witches. <laughs> All right. Anyway, poor guy. And the guy's probably 16, 17, 18. He probably ain't touched the peace leave that much. He like, man, look at this shit. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity here. Oh, the humanity. Oh, uh, man, we got to acknowledge that this type of shit goes on. And, yo, we ain't done yet either. I got more. Yes, CGA got mo. We got more. Here is a woman that decides to look up domestic violation. This is how skewed the media's representation representation of domestic violence is and this lilith is going to discover it by doing a little google search and let's take you to lilith she says make this make sense is this unfair this makes sense if you go to google and type in my wife is yelling at me the first thing that pops up is going to be a prompt telling you that you need to talk to her calmly talk about how it makes you feel right seems normal right but then if you go to Google and type in my husband is yelling at me, boom, domestic violence. First thing that pops up. So it only counts as domestic violence when a man is yelling, but not when a woman is yelling. Make that make sense because I'm confused. Make this make sense. If you go to Google and type in my wife is yelling at me, the first thing that pops up is going to be a prompt telling you that you need to talk to her calmly. Talk about how it makes you feel. Right. Seems normal, right? But then if you go to Google and type in my husband is yelling at me, boom, domestic violence. First thing that pops up. So it only counts as domestic violence when a man is yelling, but not when a woman is yelling. Make that make sense because I'm confused. So um, I just explained that when we talk about instigators, aggressors, agitators and all of these things, even the idea that a male can be a verbal abuser when they use gaslighting tactics and be verbal abusing you and you react and you go ahead and lash out on them and then, oh, you little one at me. <laughs> We've seen videos of that happening. The guy wasn't saying shit and he basically responds back to what she's saying. And the woman says, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> and we're watching the video and the man did not yell at her. And she was like, you're yelling at me. <laughs> this shit is crazy. Verbal abuse is one of the most tragic, tragic cases of abuse there is. I mean, most of it is because, and let me tell you, anytime a woman's verbally abused, I can almost guarantee she did some shit that pissed the guy off. <laughs> Meaning the guy wasn't just waking up to like, let me yell at you, bitch. He basically woke up. She did some stupid shit. And he said, time to discipline your ass. And he said, why the hell did you do this, you bitch? All right. All right. You bitch. And you she bitch. said, what? You're going to hold me accountable? This is reprehensible. He's a verbal abuser. Mm. <laughs> right. This is not something. Can a man come out and say a woman verbally abused me? The answer is nope. Because they all do it. They all do it. They call you gay. They kick your dog. That's verbal abuse. They just calling you gay. You like, you really know I'm not gay. I was just pumping your cat last night. Well, you gay, you homo, you ain't shit. You ain't man. You can't handle a woman like me. That's that's verbal abuse. Well, people don't look at it like that. That's not verbal abuse. <laughs> yeah. 
or they lie, gaslight, lie right to your face. Shout out to my man, David. He says, without the Vietnam War, there will be no Tiger Woods. Thank you for the Vietnam War. Yes, he came back. My man brought him a whole lean link. Can she even speak English right now? No, she. I don't think Tiger. <laughs> can Tiger Woods' mom speak English today? I want video proof that she can speak English. All right, anyway, I'm just curious. I'm, I think not. We got a uh, wait to the main event. We got uh, a A-A, Ron. Hey, CGA, what was your experience with creatine pros and cons? Creatine. He said, study show that you keep your strength and gains if you wait. Study show that you keep your strength and gains if you stop taking it as long as you keep training. Um, I have taken creatine early, long time ago. I don't take it now. But I did in the past. I mean, you know, we produce naturally creatine there. It gives you small amounts, small, small amounts of gains compared to pro hormones, pro hormones or steroids. Um, I think, you know, the idea that it gives you water weight or helps you maintain that. Shout out to the gym bros. Uh, that's mostly what you're going to get. So you're going to get puffy. You can get puffy, <laughs> right? You'll get puffy more than anything. And it does going to get puffy in your face, too. Your face going to be puffy. But it's a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be in addition to what the creatine that you already produce. But it's morally going to make you puffy. Right? So it's going to make make you retain that water and make you look. <laughs> All right. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. I wouldn't use it as a means to, you know, a solo thing. You know, but um, I have experienced it. Uh, what about uh, gains or anything? I wouldn't. I mean, I've done a lot of things. So in cre in comparison to some of the things that are out there, creatine's on the low end of gains. All right, this is gonna be on the low end. All right, there's other things you could do that is gonna make you maintain your gains. But once you come off of it, I don't think you're gonna maintain. Um, let me see. If you stop taking it. I don't think you're going to maintain lots of gains like that. You're going to immediately lose that swelling and all that. All right. But um, again, I don't think it's a thing that you know, everybody's body's different, but I'm not going to do that to get lean and muscular, right? Or lean and ripped and muscular. That's not what you're going to do, but you want to make sure you're doing uh, what's best for you. And, and, and Jim bros, stop giving everybody the same prescription. Yeah. <laughs> Stop giving everybody the same prescription. Everybody's biology is different, right? Um, for me, I'm naturally muscular. I'm naturally muscular, so some shit works for you. Some shit don't work for everybody, all right? And uh, they always got their prescription always down to the micromillimeter, to the gram. They be in there. Uh, again, the 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 gym bros be in there measuring they shit up. <laughs> hey, one more thing. I want to say, yeah. One more thing that Jim Bros have to stop lying about is they they being natty, all right? So they be like, I take creatine, and it does this, and it does that. Okay, what about the other shit you taking, motherfucker? <laughs> what about the other shit you taking that might affect how your outcome has come, right? Because you ain't telling us everything you taking, and there's other shit that you're taking that you taking in, in coordination with, with creatine. So then you say, well, I do creatine and this happened. Well, the problem is you got a whole list of shit over here, too. 
Tell me about them steroids and them pro-hormones that you're taking. Tell us about all of the shit that you're taking, the ephedra. All right, tell me about all the, the pills that you're taking to dehydrate yourself. <laughs> tell, tell me about that TRT. See, you know what I mean? Like, you guys got to take all of that into consideration before you give out prescriptions. Yeah, give me that full stack. Tell me what your gear is. What gear are you on, Ninja, and with the creatine? So we guys got to stop with these certain prescriptions that you give people because you don't know, man. These people taking a lot of shit. Mm. Lots of shit. All right. Anyway, but shout out to everybody there. It, it affects everybody differently. Uh, somebody says, I'm natty, though. <laughs> All right, I'm natty. And chicken and broccoli with a little bit of brown rice. I eat chicken and broccoli, brown rice every day. And not only that, what is your workout plan around what you're taking and stacking? All right, what is your what is your um what is your cycle look like? Do you cycle on, cycle off? All right, do you use the three days before to um the the word slips my mind to um I can't remember what it is, but um how do you um ah shit anyway <laughs> it's slipping my mind. There's too many guys that are not telling us the whole thing, right? Load. Thank you. How do you load your creatine? All right. Let's start right there. All right. Some ninjas be taking creatine all damn day. Some take it none. How do you load? You do your 72 hour load. You do it without the load. There's a whole things that come up there. Anyway. <laughs> and also, also the most important thing about working out. The most important thing about working out in your results. What is the most perfect? What is the most important thing about working out that everybody has to take into consideration? I love it. This is a great conversation here. What is the most important? We're talking about results. What is to get the best results? What is the most important component? I got one person I see got it right. What is the most important component that you must consider about the results you're getting? All right, we got another person. Oh, somebody's that's the same guy. Somebody said steroids. All right, folding somebody up, punching somebody. That's not it. We got Lord Flash got it. We got a person got it. Big boy got it. The most important thing to consider about somebody working out and the results they're getting, the number one thing, and this makes up, I'm just going to throw a number, 70 to 80% of it. This is the most important thing, bar none. Nothing's more important than this. When you consider what works for one person and the results they're getting, this is the number one thing, and it is genetics. 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 It's number one. That's the most important thing, ninjas. All right. Let's get into what them damn genetics are about. Get down to the nitty gritty. Okay. So one thing that helps me, genetics is number one. Genetics is number one, man. Because look, I can go in there two weeks, do some pull-ups and push-ups, do some squats, and in two weeks, I'm lean and ripped. All <laughs> right. Two weeks. I can work out for two straight weeks and be boom. Not only that, I can actually do anything that gives me a little bit of an advantage and boom. 
I can take creatine loaded. I can stack. I can get on gear. I can take TRT. I can take HGH, and I'm a fucking, I'm a monster. Overnight. Now, I know people who would do that same workout plan, same stack, same diet, same nutrition, same water, same everything, and they won't even, they, nothing would happen. Nothing would happen to them. Not only that, if you compared the two of us, every we would look completely different. So, again, it's kind of like game, 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 game. No, 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 no. All right, same thing. Well, it's this, it's that, it's this, it's that. When I break it down, somebody said genetics don't sell. Genetics don't sell. Genetics is number one component. You got to keep that in mind. Genetics makes the world of a difference. World of a difference. So you guys got to keep that shit in mind when it comes to this stuff. All right. <laughs> Somebody said genetics, what that mean? Guys, you can't change your genetics. You can't change your DNA. You can't change how your parents were when they made you and fornicated and bust and your dad busted up in your mama's sh sweet sugary walls. How you came out is how you came out. Now, the next dude came out completely different or the next woman came out completely different. You guys have several different uh, body mate, body types, mesomorph, uh, endomorph, and ectomorph, I believe is the three slipping my mind. But you have three different body types, if, if not more. Some people are pear-shaped. Some people are square shaped, triangle shaped. Some people are super skinny. Some people have long limbs. Some people have short limbs. I have short limbs. Short, yeah, short limbs are a significant advantage. Having short limbs, meaning that my distance between my arm and my fingertips are short. What's that going to do? Pile on muscles. I'm going to pile on muscle like crazy. Right. Short arm ninjas always going to swell up. All right. So I have short limbs, a long limb guy who got long ass arms. He can curl till the sun comes home. He ain't going to pile on muscle like that. He's not going to do out. I'm going to fill out and I'm going to go boom because my my limbs are short. That's an advantage. If you look up bodybuilders. Most of them are short, not all of them, but many of them are really short. There was one dude, he was like five, seven, and he had muscle on top of muscle. All right. Many of them are five, seven, uh, Jay Cutler's five, eight, five, nine, five, ten, right in that range. There are some dudes that are six, two and just genetic freaks. Those people are like that. But many of these guys are short as fuck. And you will look at their pictures. You'll never know they're short like this. But they're five six, five seven, five eight, five nine. All right, that's a tremendous advantage. All right, so when you think about that, you say, "Why is your arm so big? What do you do to make your arm so big?" I I was born with uh, traps. I was born with trapezius muscles. I didn't work them out. I didn't do no neck rolls. I didn't do no shoulder shrugs. I did nothing. These traps have always been here. <laughs> okay, I did nothing. So these traps make my you know, my clothes fit awkwardly, but it does make me more muscular looking and it doesn't make me look like I have no neck, but it makes me look a little muscular. So that's a genetic trait I had no control over. Now, you might look at it and be and then I can sell you, well, to work out your traps to look like you feel that. But I'm doing way less work. I'm going to get in there for two weeks, <laughs> do some pull ups. And then I'm going to be out here looking like I'm swole as a motherfucker, right? So, 
you're going to be in there for two years and you might not even get there. <laughs> and everybody has some trait that they actually, I don't know, fitness trainers, I don't want to ruin your business, but a lot of fitness trainers are naturally a certain way and they can emphasize that. Like girls will have big legs and they'll wear shorts and they'll be in there squatting, talking about, I got this, I got that, and I did that. And then, man, you just have big quads. You just have big quads. That's you, Your quads are already developed genetically, and now you're emphasizing them. And sure, you can sell that as a, this is how I did it. Anyway, genetics is it. And then, of course, when you do things like what people call steroids, you got to be specific. But Winnie, <laughs> you do win, Winnie, um, you do trend. I don't suggest that you do these things. You better do your consult your doctor. You take pro hormones. You have creatine. People got to really take genetics seriously. Take your genetics seriously. All right. And then work out. Don't just look at a person and be like, I want to be like them. And then say what, ask what they do. And then they tell you, well, this work, this, this is how you work. Well, it works for you like that. It works for you. It doesn't work for the next man. But you can actually use some of this information to help you out. Anyway. Let's see here. And maintain y'all's health out here, ninjas. All right, let's get to it. Uh, oh, are we done talking about domestic violation? All right, let's see here. Yes, we are done. We'll get to the main event. Uh, the best trainers always have a training program and a nutrition program and a supplement program that works individually for their clients the worst trainers always say one size fits all so if you're a trainer or your gym bro you should always take into consideration who you're talking to and then develop a plan for that individual but to come out here and say this works and this is that bullshit it don't not not for everybody it don't take male and female take active and non-active take athletic Take height, weight, uh, family history, the ability to run, the ability to not run. The there's actually nutritionists. All right. There's actually nutritionists that actually will look and take your blood and go in there. They'll do all of that shit and they'll develop a meal plan specifically for your phenotype, your genetic history, all of that stuff. All right. That is how it works. Anybody that just says this is the solution for everybody. I Don't believe them. <laughs> don't believe them. It's not age. There's a lot of factors here. And obviously when you're younger, you got a lot of testosterone. When you're not, you don't, you got less testosterone. Are you going to look like a young bodybuilder at 45? Probably not. Somebody says one size fits all. All right, let's get in here. We got secrets that your girlfriend and wife will never tell you. Secrets that your girlfriend and wife will never tell you. All right, so let's get into this. There's a story that popped up, 10 secrets that uh, that women go out of their way to keep from men, but we're going to have some videos. This is going to be the, the basic side of the argument. <laughs> All right, it's that's right here. 10 secrets women go out of their way to keep from men. Um... This is going to be a blow to your ego, men. Potentially, uh, they 
they say we have facial hair. I know this. All right. Um, women be uh, out here shaving like y'all ninjas. All right. Um, but it says right here, we were in love and we smell your clothes. We don't know. We don't we know about that. Here's the one. We hope your guy friends secretly have a crush on us. This is a one thing that is gaslit in a lot of men. We hope your guy friends secretly have a crush on us. Now, you see this happen quite a bit, and this is a shit test. Here it is. We might dress to impress as well. We don't fancy them or want to actually sleep with any of them. We just want them to want us, but we're still loyal to you. Now, this is going to be uh, certain ways that they're going to get around your male friends or your besties or guy friends or your bros. And she wants to get this going. One of a popular way is if she's not introduced to your friends. She's going to feel a certain way. Why don't you take me around your friends? This is going to get an indicator or be an indicator of who you are in your hierarchy in your own friend group. For all she knows, you could be the loser in your friend group. You could be the dude that they put kick me on the back of your a kick me sign on the back of your shirt in your in your friends group. You could be the guy that they always sniggle at and make fun at in your group. That's for all she knows. And she might want to know this information. This is important to her. This is important to her because um, hypergamy, hypergamy knows no bounds. So if, in fact, she gets around your friends and you they put the kick me sign behind you, uh, they diss you, they disrespect you, you're lower on the totem pole in the hierarchy, she's going to want to F the men at the top of the hierarchy. Mm. Right? This is all a strategy by them. This is how they do. This is how they end up sleeping with your boy. They're going to see who the dominant figure is, the alpha or the the um. Sigma or the beta. She wants to know what the hierarchy is. And if you're that dude, she like, oh shit, I got that dude. That that's that dude. If you're the least, if you're the least wealthy uh, compared to the most wealthy, she's gonna be like, oh, because I know in my friend group, if you pull up in your Toyota Toyota Camry and I pull up in your 911, I might get attention from your girl. So monkey branching is very real, right? This is very real. So this is what she's saying. They're trying to say it, but soften the blow. They secretly hope that the guys say, girl, man, damn, your girl is fine. She got that ass. Oh, man, the legs. Your girl's like, oh, man. And your friends will cock block the shit out of you if you ain't that dude. You bring your girl around, them ninjas going to be like, oh, what's going on, baby? How you doing, ma'am? How you doing, miss? Oh, you my, my, my sister. If you if you with CGA, you like my sister. <laughs> Mm, smelling her neck, smelling her hair, baby. Yeah, mm -hmm. giving her the kiss. You ever see that? You walk up to your friend group, they giving you the hey, baby, how you doing? Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, ninja. Mm. They turn in, yeah, they turn into comedians all of a sudden. They, I hate the dudes that do super clock, cock block you. They get loud, aggressive. They had a funny video of a guy. When he brought his girl around, there were dudes trying to tell, you know, playing the violin, playing the guitar. Oh, I'm just practicing the guitar. You know what I mean? Dudes studying rocket science and shit. Oh, I'm just I'm just doing a science experiment. Dudes in there doing push ups and shit. You know what I mean? Posing. 
right around your girl walking out with your shirt off, they shirt off, mm. dirty macking your ass. You know what I mean? And you get around your friends, they start doing that. And your girl wants to know. She wants to, she wants you to be like insecure. Oh, baby, don't worry about it. I ain't thinking about none of your ashy ass friends. Your rusty ass loser friend. I ain't thinking about it, but secretly in her mind, what do they talk about? What, what, what do your friends say about me? What do your friends say about me? And then when she's around, she wears revealing attire to really get it going, right? You know, are we going to meet your friends? She be in there teasing her hair, spraying moves, perfume. She out there spraying. Now she open her, she spraying down, spraying the coochie. She got lotion. She putting oil on her leg like she Gloria Belez. Meanwhile, she was looking like a Millie Mouth muskrat all weekend. But now you going out with the friends? Oh, shit. She curling her hair up. She straightening her shit out. Mm. <laughs> right? You already know. That's how they do you. So watch out, man. Your friends will do you dirty like this. Watch out. All right. Uh, the next secret here before we reveal the videos on a girl's nights out, we do things you might not approve of. And I don't know why they're showing this shit right here on a girl's nights out. Girls night out. We do things you might not approve of. Uh, uh, duh. Duh. All right. Uh, this is why men don't like girls' lights out. This is why women gaslight men who don't like girls' lights out. This is why gym bros are like, why be, why be so insecure? Yeah, because you're the one grabbing my girl's ass, right? So this is the whole thing that people are trying to gaslight and make men controlling and insecure for not wanting their girl to go out there and um, shop herself around to potentially set herself up for a monkey branch to keep a little bit of Things closer to you. Oh, he's just a friend. Oh, he's just a DJ. He's a guy I met. There was a guy that was buying his drinks. I don't want none of it. Your girl was getting her booty felt up. Says right here, this includes flirting with strangers at the club, drinking more than we let on, sneaking cigarettes, sneaking cigarettes, yes, or other substances, lines of Coke, the Coca, spilling all of your secrets regarding of how embarrassing they are not to mortify you, but we generally trust our girlfriends. Yes. All right. Uh, the next secret here is that um, our friends know everything about you. Everything guys, women do not keep secrets. Guys, you know less about your woman than she knows her friends know about you. Her mother knows everything about you, how you sleep. If you snore, if you can keep a, how long you stay hard, how long you can go in bed, how long you are. They know if you a minute man or a stallion. They know if you curve left to the right, they know how they know, they know everything about you. <laughs> so please. So please do not believe that. Do not believe that she's keeping your secrets. She tells you, she tells everybody how you cried when she tried to break up with you. She tells people how much you got in your bank account, good or bad. All right, who, who in here spamming? This guy trying to tell me about Tom Likas in 1985. I told you about Polynesians three, 4,000 years ago, Ninja. Sit your monkey ass down. All right. All right, so anyway. So, um, guys, this is what you guys got to be aware of. Women keep no secrets. They are the worst people to ever keep secrets. As a matter of fact, the only way to keep a secret between you and a woman 
or that woman and another person is if one of them is dead. All right, that's how it is. Dead men tell no tales. All right, so anyway, many of the things you tell her by opening up to you, this is why men don't open up to women because instinctively we know that she tells. She don't hold it for more than a day. She don't hold the secret for more than a day. Women do not keep any secrets, bro. Well, they do a little bit. There, there are some things they're secretive about, whether good or bad. All right, but there ain't the only ones that know. Somebody other people do know. All right, but never tell women any whatever you don't want them to know. Never tell them. Never tell them. If you don't want anybody else to know, never tell your girl. Never tell her Men, listen to me. I know I'm I know I'm that guy and you like this guy's weird. Never tell your woman shit. Jack shit. If you don't want anybody else to know, never tell her a secret. Never. I mean never. <laughs> I'm not lying, guys. Never. Don't tell her shit. Don't tell her how much you used to touch yourself when you were 13. Nothing. Don't tell her where the bodies are buried. Don't tell her where you hide in money, Ninja. Don't tell them how you finessed your ex-wife and hid money in a divorce. Don't tell her shit. <laughs> and I'm just telling you. You'd be like, man, my ex-wife, I hid all this money. Let me tell you how I hid it, motherfucker. Oh, my God. You must be the stupidest. She'll run right to your ex-wife. Dude, if you break up to, with her, she's going to run to your ex-wife. Girl, girl, sit down. <laughs> and the biggest thing that they do is they depend on your dumb asses holding secrets. Okay? They depend on you holding secrets. I got a secret to tell you. Don't tell. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you try to get a little sniff. She'll tell you secrets that her friend did, and you're you got home. That's your homeboy. Her friend is dating you. We're gonna talk about this later. Her friend is dating your your friend is dating your wife or your girlfriend's friend. Oh man, she a slut. She a whore. I saw her sucking off Ben Roethlisberger in the in the bathroom. Really? Damn. Now, the one thing your ass should do be like, damn, I'm going to tell my homeboy how much of a 304 his wife is. But do you do that? Nope. You don't do it. You don't do it because she said, don't tell. Don't tell him because it's going to ruin my friendship with Patty. All right, I won't tell. Also, you can get a little bit of sniff of her Millie Mouth muskrat peace leave. So you don't tell. You keep a secret. You even tell. You'll tell the woman. You'll tell the skeezer that you know. All right, my wife told you you was a nasty whore. Now, I ain't going to tell my homeboy, but I know. Shit be happening. Y'all be looking at each other like this. Your homeboy be like, my wife will never, my wife will never cheat on me because I put it down on her in the bedroom. My wife would never cheat. I'm that dude. He be in there pounding his chest like a PUA, a pickup artist. He be in there. I'll be holding masculine frame. I pay all the bills. All three of y'all will be in there like this, looking at this ninja like, damn. <laughs> you be looking at him like, oh, if this ninja only knew 
your duty would be to tell that man to stop him from looking like a, a pickup artist fool. He ain't putting it down like that. His wife be smuggling salami, and you know good and damn well she does. You don't say it because you a dumb ninja, right? But women, your girl then told that woman everything, and the secret secret is, you want to know a secret? I told this story before. Now, this is the biggest part of the secret. This the biggest part of the secret. His girl told his man the same thing about your girl. So while you think you holding a secret, they holding a secret out on your monkey ass. See, this is how they really get your ass. What they do is to make sure their secret is protected. They tell a man, and now you think this ninja the goofball, but you the goofball. This ninja, your homeboy, want to tell you how much a 304 your wife is. But he won't tell. He ain't going to tell. He looking at you like, God damn. When you say something stupid, man, my girl be, my girl be over there liquefying herself on my Johnson. They looking at each other like, same way as you looking at them, they got your ass, ninja. They smart as hell. They smart as hell. You the, you. That's the main part of the secret. They got secrets on your monkey ass that he knows that he ain't telling you about. Why? Men don't stay on code. But they stay on code. <laughs> now, tell me I'm lying. So he said, that's common sense. It ain't for most people. It ain't for most people. Y'all don't know, man. Women work. When it comes to this social game and when it comes to real game, y'all be like, women don't have game. They may not have game, meaning approaching dudes and understanding dudes, but, oh, they know how to manipulate a social environment. They got game that y'all ain't ready for. When it comes to manipulating a social environment, women, it's in their DNA and they learn this from a very young age. While y'all ninjas is playing flag football and dripping sweat on the basketball court during PE and during, um, who remembers this in physical education class? I'm going to tell you the scenario. Who remembers the physical education, right? You in the 10th grade, you in your physical education class, and the, and the coach be like, all right, everybody, roll the balls out. Team four, team four versus team six, and team three versus team one, all right? Y'all ninjas go out there. Nigga, we going to kick your ass. Dude, we going to be. Yeah, I dropped the N-word. We going to do this. We going to do that. And there was 10 girls over there that came in with a note. Ah, teacher, I got a period today. I can't do nothing. I got a note. And they sitting off to the side. While you playing, they walk in laps. The teacher say, okay, you can sit out, but you got to walk around a the track. Them girls walking around the chat track, manipulating the shit and, and organizing chaos for the entire high school campus. Plotting. They plotting for the entire high school campus walking laps. They sitting over there. Sim, 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 They've been doing this since the third grade. Third grade. Scheming, 
thotting and plotting. You out there. <laughs> Everybody know they masterminds when it comes to this social shit. And you think this shit going to change because she's loyal to you. This is how they work, man. This is how they work. Scheming, thotting, and plotting. And so what happens is y'all get caught off guard with the bullshit and hit over the head. They've been doing this since the third grade, having girls in tears. You didn't drop the triple-double on everybody in 21. You didn't beat everybody ass. You at the water fountain. <laughs> Slurping water. You just ninjas waiting in line. Save some for the fish. <laughs> right. You go into class, <laughs> smelling, stinking like outside. The girls inside like this. There's three girls over there just in tears, crying. <laughs> you walk in, what's wrong with these bitches? <laughs> what's wrong with these bitches? Like, what, what, what's wrong with them? They're like, okay, boys, we're going to go outside. We're going to go outside. The boys are going to have extra PE time. Extra PE time with Mr. Johnson. You guys have 30 minutes of extra P.E. Yay! You go outside, the girls in there, and Tammy said, and Tamika, and Sashkanisha, and that flatback, the white girl with the freckles, Kelly. They in there, catfight, tearing each other apart, Ninja. Tearing each other apart, not even physically. They tearing each other apart, bro. <laughs> and you don't know nothing. That shit went over your head. Third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth, eleventh grade, twelfth, freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, senior year of college. You got out. First year of work, second year of work, third year of work. Mm. You ain't caught on yet. <laughs> oh, my girl down for me. She would never tell on me. Man, she's been tattletelling since she was a six years old. Tattletelling on your ass. You leaving the house, I'm going to tell mama. I'm going to tell mama you leaving. They wake up tattletelling. They wake up tattletelling. They wake up who I'm going to tattletale on today. I'm going to tattletale on your ass. <laughs> right? And then they be plotting and scheming and moving shit over here and making people busting up relationships, busting up marriages, getting people fired. They be sitting over there just looking like. <laughs> mm. Oh, man, bro, this I'm just telling you, man, you guys aren't ready for this. And there's guys out here talking about I'll be running game on these hoes. Oh, my God. I'll be like. Mm. You know why it's funny to me? Because I, I'm around women like I was around women for years, for 24-7. And every goofy-ass shit you said to women, thinking you was getting over on them, they just be like, okay. And then they go back out to their group of friends, and I hear what they say about your goofy ass. He be like, this ninja think he getting over on me. This one I'm going to do. Yeah, hit him with the okey-doke. We going to hit him with the okey-doke? All right, run that okey-doke on his ass. He think he getting something on me. He think he's smooth. He think he play horrific. He think he got game. But I'm making this ninja think. I've heard it for years, bro. 
they're like, okay, he hit me with this. Okay, he hit you with that bullshit. Yeah, my ex-man used to hit me with that shit. What I used to make him do is think he falling for that shit. I'm falling for that shit, but I got something for I got some shit for his ass. <laughs> All right. Then they surround your ass like some essays in the middle of a car show. Setting your ass up, bro. This is why I laugh at dudes that be thinking they running game on girls. I'm like, they're only agreeing for various reasons. It ain't because you smooth, motherfucker, right? They already know what you're going to say before you say it, and then they go to their friends. Did he say this? He said that, girl? Oh, my God. Yeah, what he's trying to do is they be laughing at y'all, but y'all think y'all getting over on them, and they've been doing this since kindergarten. Kindergarten. You've been doing this the first time you had a wet dream. 13, 12, wherever it is, you had your first wet dream. Girls, okay, how do I become good at them? They don't even, they're, dude. <laughs> girls, hey, girls, ladies, girls in the chat. Girls, tell these people, tell these men why you hate the next woman. You ever heard women need to support other women? Women need to do this and women need to do that. Dude, they got themselves figured out. But you ninjas think <laughs> what you do, bro, is, man, they already know. They masters at the social game. They 10 years ahead of most men, most men 20 years. 20 years ahead of you. Most men 10 years ahead of you on the social game. Ahead of you on manipulation. Ahead of you on keeping secrets and telling who to tell and moving this shit around like a shell game. And your dumb ass come in and talking about why well, I'm going to run this on her. I'll be like, man, shut your ugly. Dude, as soon as you walk away, they be like. Oh. <laughs> they be like, oh, God. <laughs> anyway, uh, but you guys, man, listen, I'm just trying to help y'all out. There ain't nothing you said that nobody else ain't said. All right. That's just the truth about that shit. Now, when it comes to this physical-ish, it is what it is. All right, so let me give you all a couple more secrets shared by, and you know who's, well, I won't say that. Um, here's, a, here's a young guy who's going to find out the hard way here, and I think there's music on it, so I might have to narrate it. But uh, here's a secret that they won't tell you. This young man, kind of like the man that we play who sent this girl off to college, this guy decides to visit his college girl. This guy decides to visit, visit his college girlfriend at the dorm. What do you think is going to be behind the door? Okay. What do you think? This is a future red pill guy. All right. So let's go ahead here. He says, I'm going to visit my girl. Surprise visit. <laughs> oh, no. This is how you guys have to know what's up. And, oh, yeah. Let's continue. Yeah, that's oh man. It happens sometimes. People say it's staged. I know, but we just use this as an effect. Many men have found out this the hard way. Um, here it is. Here you have the Millie Mouth Muskrat going in. Oh, just come in. Yes, uh, yes, your girl Kelly's inside. 
All right, Kelly's inside, and there she is with the baseball team, the basketball team, the defensive backs, all right, the chat, the fraternity brothers, the the Qs, all right, the alphas. All right, there she is getting hugged up. Yeah, it is what it is, but yeah, baby. Oh, man, titties coming out. Oh, baby, I love you. Yeah, you know, and of course, <laughs> certain men, yeah, they down bad. You know what I mean? This guy right here, he don't care. Uh, it happens, man. It happens to the best of us. And of course, guess what? The best friend always knows. The best friend always knows. Every girl that has cheated on you, gentlemen, the best friend knew way before your girl cheated. And nobody's going to look out for that guy. You know what I mean? You're going to be the last to know. And this starts at a very, very young age. It never goes away. It never goes away. Should you be should, should you be suspicious of your wife and girlfriend? You're going to ask me that. Absolutely. Yes, you should you should be very suspicious of your wife and girlfriend at all times. <laughs> at all times. These are some lying human beings. They don't follow rules, but they do allow other people to protect their secrets. Is your girl cheating? I don't know. Highly likely, yes, in some form or fashion. In some form or fashion. I know people are like, nah, 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 nah. Yes. But it should it break your heart? No. There's more women out here. All right, do not, do not let something like this get you down, gentlemen. I know it's painful, but do not let something like this get you down. All right, um, this is, your girl is nothing special from the next. All right. And I say that, I say that respectfully. I'd say that respectfully. Um, anyway, let's take you to the next video clip here. Secrets that potentially girls might keep from you. This is from a page called 80856 Entertainment. Shout out to I fucked his friend. Cheated before on him and he didn't know. Yeah, many man. I cheated on him. <laughs> I ain't never telling my dog with a bitch while I was with him. I fucked his sister. I got an abortion with his baby. It was mama's baby. <laughs> How fucked is that? That I fucked his baby mom. What did you just say? He cheated on me with her. I found out we had words, and then I went to her house, stayed the night with her, and then we had sex. What's one thing you never told your ex? I fucked his friend. Cheated before I held me. Well, uh, that's the replay of it. And actually, shout out to the straggle daggles out here for uh get the cheap entertainment and they are definitely drunk on cheap liquor uh the best thing you can do is get a woman drunk and that is the true woman so these straggle daggles are saying things and people will say nah they're not they're just saying this for attention it's not true no it's very true it's very very true all right they have what they're saying they've done they've done it all right and the honesty is flowing based on the liquor so here we go right here a lot of guys aren't aware of this these secrets that they keep and their friends are very aware so their their friends know these stories so their friends aren't shocked you would be shocked at the amount of things women have done and there's no there's no uniform for this i know women that don't that look like they haven't done it that they're out here doing it i've traveled with women i traveled with women and they have had dudes come through and when we were on the road, they had dudes coming through and these girls had boyfriends back at the college or back in another town. I remember once, story time, I had a college basketball player who came in from, where did she come from? 
I, she came in from Poland or Australia. I can't remember. But um, when she came in, first week, first freaking week, she's like, oh, I got to Skype with my boyfriend. All my my boyfriend back home, wherever he was overseas. Uh, we Skype at every time at a certain time. She was ready. She would come back. She would come to the coach's office. She would go to the office meeting room, and she would Skype with her boyfriend. And we were like, aww. Oh, she's she's in love with her boyfriend. The distance is killing. The distance makes the heart grow fonder. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. They are in love. I had never hit any of my basketball players, so I never would go there. All right. But absence makes the heart grow fonder. Oh, my God. They're in love. First week. By week two. <laughs> by week two, somebody. Now them Skype calls go from five days a week to three. And the third week, them Skype calls are two times a week. By the last, by the next week, once. And then you ain't never seen this girl come in and do no Skype calls. Skype calls are done. Skype calls are done. Somebody else then did. And then you see the girl. Oh, I see you are with Demetrius. Demetrius, you're walking the new Polish girl of class. I see Demetrius six foot nine on the basketball team. He got he got his arms are long. His arms are longer than I am tall. <laughs> Demetrius, I see you're walking the new Polish girl. Um, yeah. Um, you know she has a boyfriend back in Poland. <laughs> but now she's from Poland and she got Demetrius here. <laughs> yeah man and i'm like hey she could not turn down demetrius demetrius all on it fresh meat my man like polish meat polish sausage all right anyway <laughs> yeah man demetrius was reaching that reach out of touch was on one pause so at the end of it i'm like oh well what happened to the love where's the love story there was something dude i'm gonna tell you another story I know my players will be like, let me tell you stories about this mother sucker because I ain't innocent. But I had another player, another player, all in love with her boyfriend. She had been with them for, and so she came to the college. The, the boyfriend was in another state. The boyfriend would make trips to the college, watch her games and all that stuff. They were going to get married. They were going to get married all this shit, right? Now, there was a dude that was the top football player on campus who touched all the girls. He had all the girls. This dude, and this was a small school. He used to get all the girls, right? So um, I can't remember his name, but he was like a linebacker on the football team. He got all the girls. I was like, this dude get all the girls. I was like, watch. He got he got a couple of girls on, on my team, and I was like, I didn't even know. I was like, whoa. He was the dude that I showed up at the house, and he was just chilling with his feet out. And I was like, yo, ashy-ass feet. I was like, what's going on? I went to one of the players' house. The players had an emergency. I had to go over there and handle it. He was on the couch. I was like, wait, I thought you, okay. And he had one of the the prissy girls, the prissy girls, the girls that I, I was like, you clapping her cheeks? I was like, wow. I was like, my man going after everyone. He was the Tyrone. He was Tyrone. 
Meaning that when I say Tyrone's hit everything, they hit everything. Like he was hitting the girl. I was like, really? <laughs> like, I didn't imagine you hit that. Lo and behold, lo and behold, the girl who had the boyfriend and one of my coaches found this out again, girls share secrets. And so one of my coaches found out and he was like, she was like, coach. All right. Cause it was a female assistant. She was like, coach, man, you ain't going to leave this. The dude who was the top dude on campus was smashing the girl. Again, he got like, he got a lot of girls on my team, but he, he got a lot of girls around the campus. So he had a couple of girls on my team, like three or four. All the girls knew that he was Tyrone. They never, they never was mad at the other girls. They was just trying to get in line, right? So that's how bad, that's how cold he was on the campus. He never got in trouble with girls. He never hid girls. All the other girls knew about the other girls. Now, my coach comes to say, yo, you won't believe who homeboy is smashing. And I went down the list and she was like, nah, I was going out. He hit her. Nah. I couldn't guess. And then she was like, oh, he hit her and she's all in love. Writing him love texts. She was in love. Like, I, and, and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, hold up. You're telling me this girl who was going to marry this guy who's in another state. He done came three and four trips. He hit her and he, she's in love with him. And he got all the hoes. I was sitting there like, what? I was like, I know everybody knows he's had at least three of the girls on the team. Like everybody knows that. She knows that. She knows that. You're telling me he hitting that. I could not believe that shit. I was like, yo. I was like, man, man, man. I was like blown away. And uh, some things don't blow me away. I'm not blown away by many stories, but I was shocked by that one. I was like, no way. I was like, no, there's no way that's the truth. She was like, yep. I was like, what the fuck is going on, bro? So it's crazy. It's crazy out here. I will never trust. I don't trust anybody. I've seen some people do some shit that I'm like mind blown. Like, no way. College is college is wild. I would never believe oh my girl loyal or a woman says, but but not all girls. I've, I've seen some shit that will make your head spin like, whoa. Man, I got another story, but I, I don't I'm going to move on. I got <laughs> I got another story. I was going to tell it. But um, there might be some self-snitching on there, so I got to be careful. Um, Somebody says, Coach was red-pilled in. No, I, I've been red-pilled for a long time, but some stories just are mind-boggling. All right, I, I'll tell the story. <laughs> story time. I'll tell the story. This has nothing to do with me. <laughs> just so you know, it ain't me I'm talking about in this story. One day, there's a girl on campus. She's a freshman. She's a freshman, 18. Apparently, I heard a story about her being having relationships with a coach on the campus. She's having relations with the coach on the campus. And I learn about this. I get I catch wind of it. And I said, really? Coach is nailing this. I was like, that's weird. All right. And 
she had no problem with it, right? And so this happens a lot. I know people don't know it, but she she was not an athlete. She was just a regular student. And the coach was like, or I found out coach was smashing. Now, now, check this out. That coach finds out that she's not just smashing that coach. She's also smashing another coach from another sport. And these coaches are with other women, right? So she knows this. This girl's a freshman or what? She knows this. And she just a hopping between one sport coach to the next. Now, <laughs> I don't know. It ain't me. It ain't me. However, shit was happening like that. And I'm like, bro, and guys, it's. You would think she's she and I'm I'm sure you would think she would be with the freshmen in 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 her dorm. You would think she would be with the freshmen in her dorm, but no, she was with she was with the coaches. All right, so it happens. Shit like that happens. I've seen it live in the living color. And uh anyway, he says I wanted in. I didn't want any parts of that story. I don't want any parts of that story. But, uh, yeah, it's quite common that these things happen. But you don't hear these things too much. All right, let's get on here. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. I do have another video. Let me see. Should I save that to tomorrow? I'll save it to tomorrow. It's not that important. But, yeah, uh, women do this stuff, right? Women do. And, the, and sometimes they'll do it with female coaches. Guys, this do what, what people know and what people don't know. I'm like, man, I'm not I'm not telling y'all stories. This is these stories that come up about nature and what I say. It, it's not theory. This is why I'm the realest one on here. Nothing I say is from theory. Much of it is from experience, whether I was the experience, where others are the experience, what I've seen, what I've heard. Uh, this is why I'm the realest one here. I have the experience. Uh, uh, when it comes to divorce and marriage, I got the experience. Not only that, I know many, 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 many people that have had these experiences, many. I don't come up with theories or scenarios. Well, if there's a girl at the bar and this and that and that, that's a theory. That's a scenario. I want the person to say, I do this and then show me what's your experience been. And then when you show me the experience and I see your ass falling on your face, I'll be like, hey, see, they're all theory. Over here, I'm telling you actual factuals. So this is why it comes out as clear as it is. All right. Um, we're not just talking about, well, what if women do and what if in female nature and hypergamy? No, dude, I had a girl, I had a girl wanted to meet my friends so bad. And she was such a social butterfly, took her to took her around my friends. And she was just asking me, I want to see him. I want to meet him. I want to meet him. I want to see dude. This girl was she she was ready to level up, ready to level up. And this is what they do with your friend circle. All right, she was all in there batting eyes and woohoo and woo-hoo, ha-ha and the kiki and and I'm looking at my girl like, bruh, like what? And what does he do? What does Chad do? What is it that he does? Yeah, Chad. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Tyrone gave me his business card. Yeah, he told me he gave me his business card. He told me that if he ever needed a bank loan to give him a call. And yes, and the other guy, I, I got his number because he says he's good. He's the dog whisperer. Yeah, I put his number in my phone. And I'm sitting there like. 
Give me that damn business card. You don't need to call that mother sucker. Well, what do you mean? What? What do you mean? It's, I just got his card. I, he's a banker and I'm in the banking industry. I thought we can collab, have lunch. She had lunch, talking bank shit. Mm. <laughs> like, wow. Like, wow, man. Lou, man, dude. And they do it. Your gr girls do that right in front of you. They will they will get a dude's phone number right in front of your ass. Go to lunch with that. Oh, I got a lunch. Who you got a lunch with? Um, I got a lunch with Demetrius. You're like, wait a minute, hold up. Demetrius, who, bitch? Bitch, Demetrius, who? Uh, you know Demetrius. No, I don't know. Demetrius, your friend. Wait a minute. You got lunch with Demetrius? Yeah. I thought you knew. I told you I had lunch with a friend. Wait a minute. Demetrius is my friend. Yeah. But he's in the same line of work that I do. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Demetrius is my friend. You cannot go to lunch with Demetrius. I need to go to lunch. What time is the lunch? What time are we going to lunch? No, no, no. It's just me and Demetrius. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Now, you won't understand. We're going to just be networking. We're just talking about work. Don't think like that. Oh, do you really think I like Demetrius? Do you do you really think that I like him? He is really not my type. I, I really don't like guys like that. I'm just going and we're having a work-related lunch. We have friends in common in this industry. So we're just going to go to lunch. I'll come back. And I'll suck you off. All right. You got it. I'll come back naked. I'll be wearing a trench coat and I'll be naked for you. If you, if you feel better. No, man, because if you go to see Demetrius, it's just, go, it's the fact that it's the loyalty. And you call up your gym bros, man, my bitch want to go to lunch with Demetrius. What's wrong with that, bro? I mean, are you that insecure, bro? I mean, it's no big deal, bro. Bro, just let her go to lunch. I mean, the more insecure you look, the more she's probably going to cheat. You're going to push her into Demetrius' arms. Okay, bro. Just let her go to lunch, bro. It's no big deal, bro. All right. Let her go to lunch then. Okay, bro. You waiting outside like this? She texts you at lunch. I'll text you when we're done. Damn. You watching, you watching the clock and shit. Damn. How long does the lunch take? We're wrapping up. We're waiting for our doggy bag. Oh, shit. She's sending you text messages, updating you. Okay. Uh, I shouldn't be worrying about it. She's bagging up. We're walking to the car. <laughs> we're walking to the car. I'll text you when we're done. Oh, shit. You looking? Damn, where they parked at? Where they parked at? You know what I mean? 10-minute walk. Hopping in the car on my way over. All right. They couldn't have. They couldn't have fornicated that fast. It was only an hour and a half. <laughs> she come over to the house with salami on her breath. Oh, I had the Polish sausage. <laughs> right. Let me smell your breath. Let me smell your piece leave. Lick your tongue out. Let me see. Let me see, bitch. Let me see. Mm. And she'll give you the whole piece leave right there. Baby, it's just yours. She'll lie down on her back. And you'll be tearing it up. <laughs> what you just did, you followed 
your boy Demetrius. Demetrius clapped them cheeks for that hour and a half. And it took her a little bit of extra time to get her mascara right, comb her hair. She was already done 30 minutes before she texts you, wrapping up. You know who was wrapping up? Demetrius. Slide that condom. Now wrap it up. You getting sloppy seconds. Yes. <laughs> she come back leaking. Ladies will sleep with you after sleeping with previously another man. Yes, they can accomplish that. <laughs> Somebody said, this is not ready for this room. Y'all going to be out tomorrow with your girlfriend. <laughs> Y'all going to be out with your girlfriend tomorrow. Y'all going to be mad as hell looking at your girlfriend. Do you guys know? Do you guys know? Because, you know, men can do this too. But do you guys know that a girl will give you some peace leave after previously just getting her tail waxed like rain dance? Do you guys know this? Oh, yeah. Y'all not, not ready for this. She will let, <laughs> she will finish up clean. Dude, last night, last night, because ladies do this too. Last night, girl comes over. We have a little quick dinner to go. We chill, come over, finish up. We have a little session. And she's like, I got to go. To, I got to go. My, my company's having a bowling night tonight. She in there cleaning up. She brought her little hair straightener. She brought an extra bag. Of, she was in there doing her whole makeup. She came out fresh, just like I should. Fresh, like I just met her. She looked just like I just met her. She didn't look like I, she just finished with a session. <laughs> right? She didn't look like she just finished with a session. And she out there. She had to go. She's like, I gotta be done. I gotta be done. She was like, Come on, man, I gotta be done. So she can meet up with her work crew at eleven o'clock. They went out bowling. And she went right on out. <laughs> Probably had Mac dude all in her ear. Yeah, baby girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, baby. And so I be doing and what I be doing, dudes macking the shit out of her. Coworkers acting like she was all the innocent angel. Oh, you're such a good. Meanwhile, she was just getting throttled. <laughs> they running mo one on her. Yeah, I be putting it on you, girl. They were they putting game in her ear. And let me spit this game in your ear. <laughs> Dude, and she out there like nothing happened. She probably didn't even say, I just came and got throttled. She didn't say none of that. Oh, uh, you know. Bro, bro they do it. <laughs> you guys got to watch out. They do it like this with, with relative ease. With relative ease. And they have to do it like this. <laughs> he said, not my girl. Pro Mansplainer, today's information is tomorrow's ammunition. I advise men to never tell women. We always tell, we always say it like this. Never tell the left hand what the right hand is doing. They are not, their information is not a necessity. Never tell the left hand what the right hand is doing. That was our, that's what we used to tell men. Your wife don't need to know. She on a need to know basis. All right, shout out to Caitlin says, coach. Have you heard the saying, if you have anything negative to say about a woman, say it to your mother? He says, the more I think about that, women use that to protect their false images. He says, they are not always the good women. They want you to believe they lie, cheat, and deceive worse than men do, uh, despite the fact that we told you. And the reason why they do this is to protect their reputation. Unfortunately, their reputation is much different than ours, and society has not caught up with thought life. It's catching up. It's catching up, but 
their reputations get damaged way easier than ours. And it's not just from the men's position. Women damage other women's reputations all the time. So um, if other women catch up or win to this, more, most of the time a woman will tell other women secrets. And then when they fall out, these other women will tell the other women these secrets as well. So women do not keep friends very long. They are the friends of the friendless. And thus, they fall out a lot of times with other women. And women shame women way more than men can ever do. The reason why you don't know that is because you never hear it. You never hear it. You The women only shame other women to other women for the most part. All right. And so they do this all the time. And then your girl will be hanging out with some other girls. They come back crying. <laughs> I hate that bitch. I hate her. I hate that girl so much. And you're like, damn. Like, why do you hate her that much? Why do you hate Tiffany that much? She seems like a nice girl. Oh, my God. I hate her. She just I despise her so much. Now, the details of why they hate each other cannot be shared to you. They're not going to tell you. And she just does this and spreads rumors about me. And she says this. No, they don't spread rumors. They tell the truth about each other. <laughs> right? They tell the truth about each other. And then the rumors, the, the, the truth that T Tiffany told Tamika was an actual factual. And then they say, oh, girl, you a nasty. <laughs> but they don't. They don't. We're not privy to this for the most part. Because if they actually told. Everybody would be looking suspect. All right, but I've been in locker room. I've been around it so much, man. I've been around it. They are, the, you know, they're agents of chaos in our world, but in their world, they are very, man, in their world, you think we deal with chaos. In their world, their world is just chaos with other women. And we always, we always have to understand that. We think it's something that they hate about us. But they're far worse with other women than they are with us. They're far worse. Okay, what we deal with is just a, a sliver of the bullshit that they put each other through. <laughs> it's crazy. You, would, you wouldn't even be able to survive a day in the life of female friends. All right, they actually have movies about this, Mean Girls and so on. Yeah. And this is what happens, yeah, when you're chaotic. Yeah, emotional. They play some emotional manipulation like it's crazy, like a fiddle. And you'll be asking your girl, girl, how you doing today? Man, I had such a bad day. I had a sad and a bad day. Like, really? You just went to work and you came back home. How bad of a day could it have been? Oh, it was just horrible. It was a wreck. Oh, it was disastrous. This is terrible. They mad. They steaming. They taking it out on you. Well, well what happened? You know what happened? They was in a social setting and the shit blew up like a grenade in their hand. <laughs> you expected their bank account went to zero. They got stole. They got scammed. They had a car accident. Nope. It was just the women being women. <laughs> That's all it was. And it just wrecked the rest of the day. All right. Anyway. Shout out to Dennis says she gets extra dressed up and goes out for nothing, huh? Yeah. Yep. We just, I'm just going out there to see what's out there. Yeah, that's right. Somebody says, do you ever hear alley cats fighting? Absolutely not. Their world revolves around a whole bunch of stuff. Let me get over here, here. Uh, where we at? Somebody says, stay on their neck, coach, like Kang. Shout out to YouTube Trash Talker. Stay on their neck, coach. 
Super Raw says, I threw the knife. I threw the knife set away when I lived with the next because I was afraid she stabbed me in my sleep. That's a real, real yes. All right. Laura Flash says, how about SARMS coach? All right. Um, no experience there, just to be honest and fair. All right. I don't have any experience with it. Shout out to uh, Chris, the rebel coach uh, has been telling men to stop listening to women. You can either love or understand them facts. So why are you ninja shocked? Uh, she's a woman, you know, shout out to the ladies here for putting up with this. Women are just human. They're just men at the, they're, they're just human beings, man. They make a lot of mistakes. We make a lot of mistakes, unfortunately. And people are like, well, what is this about coach? We, as men, we're constrained. We're, we're, um, we're, we're conditioned that women are the moral high ground. Women are the ones who make the best decisions that sugar and spice and everything nice, right? Everybody says that we're told that they would never do any of these things that we can trust them and that they're the most trust trusting people. And they are always the victim. That's all we, that's, that's why we grow up. Never hurt them, never harm them. Be careful how you talk to them and they're sensitive. We're told this, right? But it's quite, that's not true. When you really wake up, that is not true. None of that shit is true. There's a lot of stuff going on in their lives that they won't tell you. They do drugs. Recreational drugs given to them. And they become quite addicted to them. And when they're doing them, they're having rational, sober, logical conversations with you. And then there's some shit that blows up and you're like, what's wrong with this person? Right? Like, why are you tripping? They're on drugs. They're on drugs. All right, you see a girl at Denny's and she acting funny and she start tripping on you and tirading and carrying it on you, they're on drugs, all right? Not just recreational drugs, mental drugs and so forth and so on, right? I'm just making you aware. If you ever have a weird scenario where the girl flips on you, and I actually had a girl tell me this because um, I don't go to the girl's bathroom, but she's like, man, girls be in the bathroom doing lines, <laughs> right? Doing lines, they get in the bathroom. Girls, for some reason, can go to one bathroom stall and be three girls in one stall. But she'd be like, yeah, like in the nightclub scene, nightclub scene, your girl's cool. She says, let me go to the bathroom. She come out, take a couple bumps, and then she acting funny. And you're like, what is going on? She's starting fights and being aggressive and agitated and pissy. And you're like, what happened? They be in there in the club scene. Yep, they be in there. Lines. Bumps. <laughs> you like what happened to her she was cool and now she's pissed off and standing outside in the cold leave me just leave me standing here and you're like i can't leave you standing there in this freezing cold she out there in a the little black dress and i'm not going with you and now i'm <laughs> zooted like a mother sucker she didn't took the damn fantastic voyage and you're like <laughs> <laughs> Like, what's going on? You know, her mental health meds mixed with the alcohol. And you're like, oh, man. And they kicked in at the wrong time. Now you're trying to say, hey, baby, 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 please. Baby, please. I saw you looking at that girl. They said you were looking at a girl's ass when I was in the bathroom. And I'm going to come out. You're a cheater. <laughs> you're like, God damn, bro. If you're in Miami, if you're in Los Angeles, and you're in New York, and you're in Houston, and you're in Dallas, you're in Chicago, 
All right. You're in Memphis. These things, they're doing this and you don't have any clue. You have no clue at all. You know who knows? The girl that was in the bathroom. Like, damn, that crazy girl was lines. <laughs> all right. Washington, D.C. Yeah, man, it's like crazy, man. Yep, ecstasy, shrooms. Matter of fact, if you don't do drugs, if you're a guy that don't do drugs, have you ever seen a woman do drugs? <laughs> like you're a sober guy. You're like a guy that don't do drugs. Baby, we're going to go out to the club. I don't drink. You know what I mean? I'm on my workout. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. And you're going there. Like if you don't do drugs, have you seen women that be doing drugs? You don't rarely see it. You will rarely see it. Many times she might ask you, you ch chilling with her. She's like, do you do coke? And you like, <laughs> sorry, what? You do, do you smoke weed? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, okay. No, he don't smoke weed. So he probably don't do lines. He probably don't do these shrooms. He probably don't drop X. But women do recreational drugs like crazy. You would not even know. So watch out for that one. Watch out for that one. All right. It's going to be a thing that shocks you. Uh, and uh, and also when you talk about uh, birth control pills, Plan B does, uh, you know, they, they their Plan B does a ravage on them. Plan B is not good for their internal system. It really throws them off and their hormones off. Um, birth control does the same thing. Then you combine, you combine that with the cycle, a menstrual cycle. And then you also combine it with recreational and mental health drugs. You never know, man. About 70% of women outside and, and alcohol, you combine alcohol on top of that. 70% <laughs> of women, bro, they be out here zooted or out of control, man, many times. You don't know what they on, man. You'd be like, what is going on? Women are like, but what about when the men? You want me to talk about the men, ladies? Uh, incognito. Sorry, JC says, I wonder, do women ever feel remorse for their ish? The answer is no. No. They don't. All right. Not, 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 never in the history of the world do they feel any remorse. And it's a cold, that right there is a cold lesson. That is a cold lesson. All right. So there's no remorse. Uh, there's just blame. And there's just blame and to pass around. I'm going to find somebody to blame this shit on. It's not a part of what they do. Remorse is no. Absolutely not. They're not They're not the remorseful type. In fact, you would find that that emotion is more associated with men. All right. And I know some women might disagree with that. They're like, not to, no, but remorse, no. All right. Um, some of the coldest shit has happened. Um, and they will look at you with a blank face. You will catch their ass red-handed. You will go through it. They will gaslight your ass. And when they finally caught, they will look at your ass like, and nigga, they were like, mm, it is what it is. <laughs> Walk the hell off. Flip their hair and be like, Crystal Rebel, I'm oh, sorry, Incognito Thought Leader Junior College, Gordita confessed on, to being on head meds. The head meds is a big game right now. That's the big game. And they put these people, they put these ladies, are you on head meds? Um, head meds, um, I, again, I always like to use people's shaming tactics against them because they say, well, what are you talking about? Not, not all women are on head meds. Oh, certainly they are. And you certainly have mental health issues. If you want me to care, you got to let me talk about it. 
A lot of them are suffering from mental health conditions, and many of them are dropping mental health meds as early as eight, all the way up into their preteens, to their teens, into their 20s, and so forth into your marriages, and you won't even know shit about it. You won't even know. You won't even have a clue. You'll be like, what? They taking what? Until you ask. If you ask, they might tell you. But they be dropping mental health meds like crazy, man. I showed you the data. It says 25% of women. One in four. One in four. Now combine that with the women that you see out here drinking alcohol, binge drinking, drinking wine. That's concerning. That would be concerning. You're like, wait a minute. Recreational drugs, uh, lifestyle, party lifestyle, not being able to sleep, anxious, depressed, stressed. It gets really murky for you. You're up against a lot of bullshit. Yeah, and then you have um, um, the people doing ADHD. If they if they admit to having ADHD, they're on mental health drugs, <laughs> without a doubt. It's 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 a no brainer. They've been doing this since they were eight or nine or some shit like that, and they've continued that. And of course, there's going to be something else associated with that. So you have to be cautious about this. And the last point of this is is um. The fact that men tend to have a savior's mentality. They want to save women. Well, uh, she just down and she, she's down on her luck. And her last boyfriend did her bad. And the last boyfriend before that. And she hit a financial thing. And she got in a car accident. And she's got a back injury that she takes a little bit of things to loosen up her back. She in physical therapy. And she's in a little bit of debt. And it, it, she has a great idea for a nail salon and, and uh, she sells bundles of hair and she's a talented beautician and she's going back to school and she seems like a good girl and her dad left left the family and left her out here in these streets and her mom you know has a history of of uh, being abused and and mental health and y'all ninjas gonna be like I'll save her <laughs> you be like and her baby daddy left her and she's a single mom princess warrior and she works hard. She gets up early in the morning and um, she's asking me to help pick up her kids at six. She's a little bit late. You know what they be doing? Popping pills, drinking, partying and <laughs> clapping cheeks. That's what they doing. In the midst of all of that trauma, they still be out here fornicating. They still be out here giving up the cheeks. Right, zooted or unzooted in between lunches, going to dinners, hooking up. In the middle of all that sob ass story, they still fornicating. They still got time to fit that in. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Somebody says, How do you know the exact story that fine girl told me last month? He says, Were you spying on my conversations? I right, man, yep. Dude, I, I I I got this figured out. Nothing surprises me. I got three dogs and I got to figure out how to feed them. And I'm a little light on my rent. I'm a little bit in the bind. I, Your rent's due, motherfucker. I'm just a little bit short. And in the middle of all that, they went on five dates this week. Two with a sugar daddy. They let Tyrone sneak in, creep in, sneaky link. They dropped off. They sucked some. They sucked three dudes off. They read a couple of books. They went to a movie. They got flown in, flown back. 
<laughs> they caused drama amongst their female friends. They went out to girls' nights out. They managed to fit all that shit in. They managed to finish all that in with all of that trauma and all of that stuff. What you thought was she was sitting at home twiddling her thumbs, dealing with it, trying to figure out, hmm, how did I get out of this situation? Okay, all right, all right. Maybe I'll admit my I'll admit my mistake to Tammy. I'll go into my boss, tell him I'll do a better job and not get fired from my job. I'll, I'll go to my boyfriend, my one man that I'm talking to, tell him I love him. Don't gas like the shit out of him. I'll go over here. I'll fix my, I'll, I'll change my oil at the 3,000 mile mark. I'll check my tires. Let me check how much oil I have in my damn oil. Look at that. I got this much oil. Like they be out here responsible. Let me balance my bank account. Let me check my books. <laughs> Let me figure out how to make uh, uh, bro uh, broccoli and cheddar soup. I'll study this recipe that I saw on TikTok. I'll go to the grocery store. I'll line all my spices up. <laughs> you think they'd be like just going through their life, just being accountable and lining shit up. You know what I mean? All right, let me go through here. Let me do. Nah. Nah. <laughs> it's it is what it is. If you think that you met the unicorn, we got our man, Demon Deacon, OG, pretty thug in the building. They're in a crisis every day. He says, yep, no remorse, coach. He says, I fell asleep one time with an ex and felt my head hurt a bit. Then I felt water coming down my face. It was blood, coach. He says, I pressed charges and she got away with it by taking some classes, no accountability. And she probably didn't admit that she did that. And he says, just go passport. But they even, he says, they even, you better know your, oh, I think you missed up something. He says, just get your passport, uh, but know the culture. Nooski says, desert spells backwards is stressed. He says, no, so there's that. Or is it dessert? Looks like dessert. Dessert spelled backwards is stressed. So there's that. Food is a drug also. Indeed. Indeed on that one. Uh, study some of these people. Um, the Jody Arias. Study some of these most evil people. There, they, Even the one lady, um, I always think of the, the one lady that had the Chad husband. They got married in under a year. The Chad husband was the Chad guy. He was cool, smoked weed and dope and did that. He was like the air guitar guy. She married him. In less than a year, he goes, he cuts his hair. He becomes responsible. He's ready to have kids. He gets a job with his dad at an insurance office. She doesn't like that shit. She wants him to be a loser guy, Chad. So she fornicates with an underage kid right, underage kid who looks like previously what her husband looks like, that kid and his friends delete the husband and she's still running around here like she innocent. Mm. Well, I didn't know and I didn't realize, like, what? Like, oh my God, what's the girl's name? Who knows the girl's name? His name is Greg. I remember her, his name, because his name is common in mine. But um, look up the story, man. Look up the story. I mean, they be doing shit and they be like, well, I'm innocent. I really don't know. It, there's a movie about it, too. There's a bunch of movies. Let me see if I can find the story. A uh, Greg. Let me see here. Murdered husband. Oh, she was sleeping with the high school dude, too. She was sleeping with the high school guy. His name was not Greg Adams. All right, let me see here. Oh, here it is right here. Pamela Smart is her name. Pamela Smart. 
Pamela Smart is her name. It's a famous case. Pamela Smart, this is the guy, this is the high school guy. Let me go down. This woman set up, she's married less than a year. This guy, she gives this dude the cheeks. Everybody knows about it, but Greg, the husband. All right, but let's go down and scroll down. Here's, that's her. She's still pleading her case after years and years. Let's see if we can get a picture of Greg. Um, and so you can see what I'm talking about. All right, so a lot of guys will say, I did exactly what she wanted. And then she said, she still said what? She wanted me to do this, wanted me to settle down, want me to be responsible, get a career, get rid of all my hoes, make some money. And then you do it. I'm not happy. And she's like, nah, <laughs> I don't want you now because the composition anxiety is going away. Uh, let me see if I can find the picture of Greg. For some reason, I better end this stream soon because. <laughs> right. Why is it freezing up? Uh, let's see if I can find a picture of the husband. Let me see. Pamela Smart. Pamela Smart. See if I can find some images here. Uh, yeah. I wonder if they have a picture of the husband before when he was chatted out. All right. So here his dumb ass is right here. All right. So here go. Greg. He dead, by the way. He did. So this is the husband. This is them at their wedding. Dude, they weren't even married a year. They weren't even married a year. And this is the picture she was sending to the high school dude that she was letting clap cheeks. Um, he recently just got out of prison. Oh, here it is. So this is the husband right here. This is before they got married. So look, you see? They party, they drunk, they zooted, they done did lines and smoked weed and partied and drank brews and went to concerts, right? Look. He, he, he in this chat right here. You see this? And she in love. Oh, baby, 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 right? But so then he marries her. He marries her and he becomes this. He cuts his hair. He cuts his beard and his goofy ass mustache. And he's like, all right, I'll be a husband. I'll be the good guy. I'll get rid of all my hoes. I'll put away the marijuana. I'll put away the video games. Yep, I'll do this. I'll be responsible. He went and got him a job at an insurance company. He started being a responsible husband. And then guess what happened? Guess what happened? She was like, oh, you don't make me wet no more. Who does she actually go to? Let's look at it. Because let's look at the husband, what he was looking like before. All right. And let's see if there's a resemblance. So that's the husband. You see it right here. That's the husband. This is the husband after. Take a look. Take a look. He went and converted from Chad to goofy ass Brad. He went to Chad to Brad. Who does she give the peace leave to? Right here. Chad Light. Chad Light. Mm. Chad Light. She went exact she went for exactly what the dude was prior. Right? She went for the guy. This is just a story. She went for the husband. She went for this guy. See that? All right. So he's got the long hair. He's the rocker. Chad Light. She was like, I don't like this Brad shit. All right, get this Brad shit out of here. <laughs> all right, man, look, let me check these all these super chats. I got to get out of here. All right, I'm taking a break for the night. We got Incognito Thought Leader says, CGA, have you ever found yourself bored with the junior college? As a matter of fact, I took a break for the night. Um, yeah, I took a break for the night. Uh, yes, dude, there's no, look, look, women aren't a solution. 
women don't offer much, much in terms of uh, entertainment value, right? I get tired of women regardless. All right. So it's not that I go to the junior college and be like, this is the perfect scenario. I get tired of them too. <laughs> I get tired of them too. And then I need a break from them. It's energy. It's energy regardless. I don't care how you're dealing with them. You're using energy. So just understand that. Shout out to Miguel. He says they hate uh, getting caught mid-monkey branch. Yes, mid-monkey branch. So the woman will say, I didn't even cheat. I didn't even do anything. I didn't even do it. You're, you're, you're ahead of the game. You're insecure. But what they're doing is setting the shit up. They're setting the shit up. And they end up falling on his salami, falling in his arms. Well, you push me into his arms because they you caught her mid-monkey branch. That's an example of, of them not cheating on you per se, but they set it up again, monkey branch, so that if you just happen to get caught slipping, oh, there he was. He was right there. He caught me. <laughs> Dude, this shit ain't nothing new, man. This shit been going down for thousands of years. Thousands of years, man. This is nothing new. We're just the new philosophers exposing this shit just for your own protection. Ladies, I don't mean any harm. When I describe you, I'm not trying to put you down or belittle you. I'm trying to tell these dudes to find something else in life to place their value in because you guys are very, very flimsy people, right? You, I mean, you're flimsy in comparison to what people know, right? All right, so let me see. I got everybody on the thing here. We did three hours. Sorry, man, for this long-ass live stream. All right, I know it's difficult to catch up, but we will kick it back tomorrow. We got blue-chip mindset tomorrow. And some more debauchery. Shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button on the way out. And we out of here, brothers. Peace. Here comes the bankroll. Here comes. This would make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This would make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. <laughs> But those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? To who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.